Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 299. One more to go. Recorded on October 1st, 2020. And on, on tonight's episode, we talk about the surprise Super Smash Bros. character that was announced today. Or last night. Or yesterday. Whatever you want to call it. The wonderful world of Animal Crossing. Our annual annual holiday Pokemon game. And tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of community questions and comments. With that, Jesse, you know what to do. Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 299. Now, Tim said we've got one more to go. What that doesn't mean is it's one more show and then we're done. What he means is one more show until episode 300. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This dumpster fire of a podcast has been going for almost 300 episodes. And next week is our big celebration. But before we get there, my name is Justin Masson. And of course, I am joined by two of the coolest guys around on the Internet. Number one, coming to us. In the sound booth, the man behind the buttons controls and directs the show, turns it on early without telling me or Tim, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jesse Waldack. Jesse, how are you today? Pretty good. Another long day at work. I literally like didn't get off work until about an hour before, or less than an hour before we started show prepping. <laughs> so almost a 12-hour day. Oh, my man, that is, that is tough. That is tough. Did you get a chance to have dinner or are you going to be scarfing down some food while you're doing this? No, I, I had some dinner while I was working. All right. Excellent, excellent. Dedication. Well, yeah. Speaking of a man who I never question his dedication, only his choice in hats. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Timothy Off. Timothy, how are you today? I'm doing good. I, you know, I don't didn't have to work as long as Jesse did, but between work and school, going back to school, it feels like I've been working 12-hour days like Jesse. So, <laughs> But other than that, doing good. Got some little bit of gaming time before the show with with the family, so feeling pretty good. Nice. Let's talk. So let's let's in that pocket for a second. You're back to school. How is that going? Uh, it's it's tough. <laughs> That's right. All right. It's tough because it's uh it's basically talking about stuff that I'm not that familiar with. I hear it from other areas. IT stuff. I'll say. You know, like if yeah. you ever heard your IT department talk about networks and, and never. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Jesse, you need to figure out stuff all the time. You got your own network set up at home. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're talking, they're teaching me all this stuff crammed into a year's worth of lessons, 450 hours of, of all this base knowledge of IT just so I can learn what I'm going to school for, which is cybersecurity. Wow. So, and it's it's harder than I, it's it's ramping up, essentially. So, and, it, sure. and I've, and I've, not taking I'm trying not to take it for granted that what I used to think was easy things to learn is now things that I definitely have to you know go back and take a couple more hours after class and make sure I got it down so yeah gotcha <laughs> well your baseline knowledge of cybersecurity might be a little thin or at least growing Tim but your baseline of Nintendo parenting and fun is a high high grades let's jump in right into the news Jesse QR bumper And of course, our news is brought to us by you, the wonderful folks over at Patreon. And that is in patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. Tim, Tim, did something happen over on Patreon today or this week? Yes, this week we actually were able to get another Patreon. Tyler joined us this week. Hey, Tyler, round of applause for Tyler. Yay! We were able to, we were able to help him get in the Discord and everything. So have, always happy to hear when 
when we were able to get somebody in Discord. Not so happy with Patreon and Discord connections, but that's something else entirely. So <laughs> that's, that's that's another day, another project, and another that's hill a, for us to climb. That's a Discord dad's, you know, podcast. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but of course, guys, uh, thank you so much to over our 100 Patreon supporters who support us every single month uh, to help keep this crazy dumpster fire on the road and on fire as it does. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. If you're interested in a dollar a month or whatever, or whatever you want to give, uh, head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendodads. That is how we pay the bills. Um, or even the Twitch subscriptions get you. Oh, yes. Twitch subscriptions. Well. Yeah, we absolutely, absolutely. That's another great way. If you would like to, we also are happy to take your Twitch subscriptions. So, yes. you know, we're and just. There's now different tiers that I have I, to now adjust for. So, right, Oh, is there really? <laughs> New colors. Yes. Oh my! I can't. There's do new this. tiers. You can do really? tier one, tier two, and tier three. And I'm like, oh my really? I saw this that is... in Discord. I'm like, where are these new permission levels at? What is this? Uh, so why? Why do they change things? Either way, yeah. either way, we digress. <laughs> we appreciate it, guys. We got a lot of news to break down today. Or yeah, so let's let's jump into it. Oh, I guess we're just yeah, we're gonna start off with I guess the I, I'm gonna call this like the leading story because I feel like this is the really big one that happened, ladies and gentlemen. This morning. The, oddly enough, unthinkable actually happened. We had another Smash reveal. Now, we had a 24-hour notice uh, of this reveal occurring. Uh, Again, I think Nintendo, this is kind of Nintendo's MO for these things now. About a 24-hour notice, or it's out today, it's a drop, right? Um, And this was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighter announcement for DLC. I guess it's Fighter Number 7. This is the second DLC pass. Um, Interestingly enough, I didn't hear a lot of rumors going around about it. I heard people saying, I wonder when it's going to happen, but I didn't hear, there was, didn't appear to be any leaks. And yeah, the, the, big, the, the most rumors I've heard circling around was crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did. Right. I did hear the crash rumor, um, but that, that was, I mean, you know, that's dragon the, was disappointed. It wasn't crash. <laughs> sure, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> um, but of course I'm, I'm kind of like burying the lead here, ladies and gentlemen, Steve, Alex, Zombie, and Enderman from Minecraft, from Mojang, from Microsoft, will now be in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So let's take a pause here and go around the horn. Tim, what did you think of this? As much as we've talked about and dreamt about having Steve, I know we've several, several, several of you guys have talked about it. I know Gary mentioned it as part of his first five that he originally thought would be one of those first five. Um, it still was surprising. It was a very pleasant surprise. And it was like, they actually did it. They actually brought in Minecraft in mm-hmm. the, in the smash. And that was, that's amazing right there. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, what about you? I was kind of like, no, you know, not that I'm upset, but just I I didn't think that one was actually going to happen. Yeah. That it happened. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it kind of really shocked me. And I was, you know, I did a live reaction. I was able to stay off of, I watched the video about an hour after it went live. I had some meetings this morning and um, I I was able to stay off Twitter, so I didn't see it coming. Um, and then I watched it and, and like, as soon as it was revealed, I, I was like, no, like they're baiting us. Right. They're like, it's going to, it's going to switch like it did before. And some of the other stuff, um, I would love to understand the business behind this. 
I would love to understand how this came into fruition when the conversation began. If there was sort of a like a we will give you X for Y, like like and I think the other part of it is last year we talked about the relationship between Nintendo and Microsoft and how it kind of felt like in 2020 it kind of went cold. Right. Like we got Ori, we got um, Cuphead. What else did we get from them? I think there was something else, right? But it was kind of like, this, and there was those rumors Minecraft about Game Pass, Game, yeah, <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons. There was rumors about Game Pass coming on the Switch. Nintendo and, and Microsoft seemed to be playing really well together. And then in 2020, it was kind of like quiet. It was just kind of, it was, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, Ori and the Will of the Wisps shows up last month, right? Surprise drop a couple weeks ago. And then this shows up. And I think, so I think this just to me strengthens that, like, that relationship is, it's kind of like, um, Friends with benefits, right? Like we don't need to be talking all the time, but here we are, right? We're we're back together for a little bit, and now we're. So I think it's really interesting. Again, I would love, love, love to understand the business behind that conversation and how they got. Right. Um. Yeah, I think so. Now, Tim, you were saying that one of our a couple of our fans were excited about uh, about Steve. A couple Dan, of our fans, or oh, yes. children? Oh, yes. Uh, well. Dan sent pictures in his Discord about his son. Just, just so excited about it. He grabbed some his kid, grabbed some boxes around the house, and made himself into Steve running around the house. (laughs) And then when my son came home from school, I was down here working, and all of a sudden I just heard him yell out "Steve" (laughs) from upstairs. So I was like, "Well, he's just watching that." So that was pretty cool to hear. And somebody mentioned I should have probably got his live reaction for that, but. That's okay. Uh, good friend, good friend of the show, Bruce Patterson. He says, "My kids, Alexander and Sandra, uh, Sandra Maria, will be so happy to have Minecraft in Super Smash Brothers." Uh, again, I mean, you know, I know that we're not massive fans ourselves uh, of the franchise. I, as I said in mine, I don't really have anything associated with it. But for a generation of individuals, Minecraft is is the biggest game for them or the biggest game in the world, right? Like it's such, it's, right. it's whatever you think, it's kind of like Fortnite, whatever you think of Fortnite, whether you like it or dislike it, there is something it has done to the gaming landscape. Yeah, my, Minecraft. Is Minecraft like that. was that 10 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, there is, it is a cultural touchstone. The, the millennials, that's where it started with them. Cause that's yeah. where my oldest, you know, was always on the computer playing that when it was first, just the, you know, the beta or whatever they called it. Yeah. So, or even alpha, but yeah, it's, it's crazy how much it's grown and blown up and each generation of kids just seems to gravitate towards it. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I think that was really, really interesting uh, to see. So a couple things that we, we do know about it. Now, Sakurai has said that every stage had to have updates. You didn't read it the way I had it in the notes. No, I didn't. Sakurai said that every stage had to have updates to allow the ability to drop blocks. Here's the best thing about that. If you guys have not gone and watched the announcement, you can pause this podcast. You can go over, watch the announcement. We'll just go fast forward to Sakurai. It's like four minutes long. For four minutes long, that guy throws shade at Nintendo and like the evil overlord of the boss coming over to the cubicle. Like everything about it made me think of office space. Like exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get you to, I'm going to have to get you to put in Minecraft in smash. Yes. Yeah. You're going to have to come in on Saturday and put it in. All right. <laughs> um, 
I, I, I thought it was hilarious to watch, but uh, he did talk about every single, every single stage had to be redone with the ability to drop blocks. That is absolutely crazy. Right. The amount of work in there. Uh, the other interesting thing to be aware of as well is apparently this weekend is Minecraft. There's an event coming on this weekend. I saw it in our Twitch chat too. Minecraftville, Minecraft. Minecraft Live. Minecraft Live, Minecraftville. What is that? Minecraft Live uh, is apparently this weekend. Don't let Zenga sue you. Right, I know. Um, and more information will be provided during a, a stream that will be occurring at 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I suspect through this where Sakurai is going to show some more of the gameplay. We may get a release date because that's one thing we definitely did not get. We did not get a release date on this at all. We just got a reveal. But usually when they bit- do these drops, it's within a week. Yeah, exactly. So it's very interesting to see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else? Any, anything else, guys? It's exciting for the whole gaming world, I think, just to get Nintendo and Microsoft uh, and Mojang to let them use their characters, bring them in. I'm sure we'll see some reports of how excited they are to be able to be in Smash, too. Yeah. We always see developers like, we want to be in Smash. And when they get in Smash, they're like, oh, my gosh, we're in Smash. So yeah. no matter how big the company is, the developers behind those games are always ecstatic about being in the Smash game. And that's something that's really cool to, to as a fan to be see, seeing. And, and I've seen a lot of our community also kind of reciprocate that same type of feeling where it's like, hey, I might not be into Minecraft or, or whatever, but I see how big of a deal this is. So does that mean Most Smash is the Weird Al Yankovic of the video game industry? Like if a musician gets parodied by yes. Weird Al, you know yes. he's made it? Yeah, it could be, right? I mean, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there is a little bit of that, right? Like we're popular enough, we're big enough to be in this, right? Like it is. I mean, you know, we're Nintendo fans, so it's we're always going to hold that bias. But I think everyone's always talking like Nintendo or Smash as like the the show, right? Like that's the one you want to be in. There's a, I don't want to say a level of legitimacy to it, right? But like it's 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 a big deal. Um, the other thing I think of is I know that people are thinking like. Be, Min Min was the last one we had, right? That was a Nintendo yeah. character. So everyone's like, oh, well, I guess it's going to be Nintendo, folks. Right? Um, I think that this was this was a this was a wild card. Do you know what I mean? Like, this was like, let me show you what we can do. Yeah. Um, because I think everyone was expecting Fighter Pass 2 to be a little bit, you know, would be more Nintendo-focused as opposed to third-party. This kind of blew the doors open. Like, no, we're not done with third parties. Yeah. We're not done with that. Whenever people think think they see a pattern, it gets torn down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it's... been smashed since Brawl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, melee. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, we got a we got a voicemail from Marty. Is that right, Jesse? Yeah, but before I do, I want to yes. just want to mention the the name that I wanted you to say that you didn't say mm-hmm. in the notes, just for the listeners, so they know what my what my comment was about. I put Sakurai Sama in the notes, mm-hmm. and Justin didn't want to read it that way. So no. okay, <laughs> nope, sure didn't. Uh, but I do want to say something. I want to say thank you, thank you to Solo Something for your Twitch Prime subs- subscription. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right, let's play. This, let's play this. Uh, let's play this voicemail for Marty. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Marty. I am so sad that I cannot be with you, you guys tonight, but I'm sitting here literally less than 10 minutes after the Super Smash Brothers new DLC character reveal of Steve, and I am flipping out. I don't know what you guys have said on this show so far, but if it is anything to the contrary of 
this is a fantastic addition to the roster. You're all dumb. No, seriously. <laughs> it's fantastic. I love it. Love the presentation. It was one of the best reveals that they've done in a long time. And I am so excited that we're going to get to find out more and possibly get Steve within the next couple of days uh, as they reveal things at Minecraft Live. But I also want to talk about something else, and uh, it's that Mario 35 is freaking awesome. It is so great. Uh, downloaded it from the Japan uh, account that I have on my um, on my Switch, and it is just joy. I love it. It's frenetic. It's fantastic. It's my game of the week. Uh, but I will be back on next week's show, episode 300, as we prob- properly and finally bury the Nintendo 3DS and move on to the glorious age of Switch and Switch only. So love to hear the top 10 list as it shakes out. I can't wait for next week. I'm sorry I can't be around with you guys. I hope you had a great show. See you later. Bye-bye. Well, little did he know he's at the beginning of the show. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Now that he's out of the way, we're going to have a great show. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good to hear, Marty. Uh, I miss him like I miss my rash. All right, let's uh, continue to move forward. Uh, God bless him, I love him. Uh, yeah, so here's the other thing, crazy funny part. We're, this now means we're going to get a Steve Amiibo. Yes. Yes. Oh, I can't wait for that. Right? Like, well, it may not necessarily be Steve. It could be any of the other my, three, we're but it'll likely be Steve. A Minecraft Amiibo. Yes. Yes. That's, that's yeah. what I, this is, whatever they do with the Minecraft, I'm hoping it's a three-pack type thing yeah, you know so that would be cool could be all right guys that is smash brothers let's move on to our next piece of news you know what i like my favorite season fall trees are, trees are color trees trees are changing colors there's a bit of frost in the air got to put on an extra sweater a little bit of warm cocoa oh and by the way I'm actually talking about Animal Crossing. Aw, see what I did there? I took a curve. Ladies and gentlemen, the Animal Crossing Autumn Update is out. And this is the Halloween event starting on September 30th. Now, throughout October, you'll be able to collect candy to prepare for Halloween. Pumpkins be planted and grow your own DIY recipes. Costumes will be available for purchase in the Able Sisters shop. There'll be new unnatural colors for both your hair and skin and eyes. And there's a Halloween event that's going to occur from 5 p.m. to midnight. And Jack, the czar of Halloween, we're going to come back to that because that is a weird statement, will be making an appearance, giving the giving out collected candies to other residents and seeing their costumes. Whew. Let's stop there. Animal Crossing, fall update. How are you guys doing with this? Who's hyped? Who's jumped in? Who's done it? Yes, I'm all in. Of course, I this is all my family plays right now, especially when something new comes out. And I was just telling in the pre-show how much we were playing this before the show. Uh, I with like talking about school and all that. I finally was able to jump into the uh, Animal Crossing today's update um, and got my pumpkin pumpkin patches all set up, you know, and and ready to grow. I got a whole section of my island just for pumpkins. (laughs) And I did some decorating around my house to get ready for Halloween, especially for the new things I'm going to create for Halloween. Um, This this is going to be a lot of fun for me for this month, it seems like, because it's kind of like 
We'll see, because it's with the fireworks month. That was a lot of fun the first couple weekends. You know, it was just a weekend. But now yeah. this one, this one is leading up to Halloween. So yeah. where you're doing all this stuff, you're getting ready, you're decorating, you're, um, and then you're collecting all this candy to be able to pass out on Halloween, which is is pretty cool. I think it's mm-hmm. it's a safe way to do Halloween. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, with with your family and not necessarily have to go trick or treating. Yeah, visit, visit visit your friends or your family's island, right? Do right. some trick-or-treating that way. I think it's a great idea. Uh, I see in the chat here, uh, Solo Something says, this is my first Animal Crossing Halloween. Me too, Solo Something. Uh, I am very, very excited for it. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is, a, this is the update that I have been waiting for. The fall Halloween update I am pumped for. Uh, got Went in this morning, got my pumpkin patches, went over to Leaf. Got, got my pumpkins for half price, by the way. If Leaf yes. is there, they're half price. As opposed to paying, as opposed to, as opposed to Nook's cranny, it's just outrageous, outrageous. Learning, learning, learning their financial and fiscal responsibility from their uncle. I see those little buggers. Um, so yeah, I got that stuff planted my, planted my pumpkin patch, got my skin color, my eye colors done, Mm. grabbed a couple pieces of Halloween, or grabbed a piece of Halloween candy, some costumes, and, uh, and that's it. You know what I was got a costume on already? No, I grabbed just a piece of one. I just grabbed ears. Haven't haven't figured out what I want to do yet. Haven't figured out what I want to go for in, in uh, for Halloween yet. Um, my kids absolutely love it. Like they're they, I was they were ask how your they daughters were, thinking yeah. about it. I told I showed them the update. They're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing! And then the update <laughs> the update came out on the thirtieth. Um, yes. So they updated. I was like, yeah, the girls, the update is out. And they're like, this is awesome. Um, and then no, it came out actually 29th. Yeah, it came out the 29th that like later in the afternoon. If anybody's oh, watching, this is, what is that's you're me. like? Oh wow, that is that is very frightening. <laughs> that I'm is watching on YouTube. Incredibly, incredibly frightening. I've got uh, green green paint for my skin. Yeah. I got a hot, uh, Jason mask and, and an axe. So, yes. Sorry yeah, to yeah. interrupt you. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> so the update actually came out the 29th. So, like, so they updated and they run downstairs. They're like, yeah, we're gonna play, and they're like. We couldn't find the pumpkins. We couldn't do anything. And I was like, oh, apparently that those the patch is live and, and in. Yes. But the actual event occurs October 1st. They were a little disappointed, but we got that. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to love it. They're, they're absolutely, like, not that they've really fallen off Animal Crossing, but right. that's just more. I, I To be honest, this is what brought me back. The summer stuff, I was like, eh, all right. But I am really all in on this. Jesse has. With the, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll, I'll mention it after. Has this pulled, pulled you in at all? No. Um, it, if I get into a game drought, I might come back and see what's going on. But I think I have enough of a backlog that I I, I got what I needed to get out of it. Okay. <laughs> I, I was going to ask. I played like two or three months, or probably, I think well, well, just shy of three months during the summer, and I got my fill. You okay. probably played a lot more than you were expecting, didn't you? I put more time into this than I did New Leaf, and that was still like fifty or sixty hours. Okay. So, was it because of the amount of community involvement? Did that I think that helped. Yes. Okay. <laughs> or when I was That's playing good. New Leaf, I was literally just playing it by myself. Right. It does help when everybody else is kind of involved and helping each other. Uh, what I was going to ask you guys: Did you guys see what the Dad Crossing crew is doing? They're holding a contest? This, yeah, the spectacular competition that they're having. I, I saw some bi- bi- images, but I don't know the details. Yeah, tell me more. 
too. Yeah, they're doing uh they they got to submit screenshots of your spooky island and home layouts and a winner gets a $20 eShop voucher, runner up bags a $10 eShop voucher open to Discord, Twitter and Instagram at their Endad Crossing handle and it's running all October. Wow, Tim, tell me more about the t- the Dad Crossing podcast. What what is that about? It sounds like a <laughs> podcast focused on Animal Crossing brought to you by dads. Is that part of the Nintendo Dads network of podcasts that you could find at your local podcast capture? Tell us more. Why, yes it is, Justin, and what you can do is find it on your <laughs> favorite podcasting channels (laughs) no and they also not only it's 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 kind of like a play on words right so dad crossing obviously for animal crossing but it's also dad crossing because we all they always come to crossroads for family issues or family Mm. problems or or just family discussions so they have a lot of topics revolving around the family so Mm. it's a really good podcast for that type of stuff too absolutely uh such a such a great addition to our li- our library and um such a great addition to our content so if you haven't guys yeah check out the dad crossing fan fantastic um okay what were we talking about <laughs> did you lose your spot look link <laughs> that's next <laughs> Uh, all right all right we yeah i'm excited animal, they got the animal crossing cards coming back out too yeah sorry can i i need to rewind here quick question the d i'm looking is there is there another was there another halloween diy recipe pack or do i have to go find all that stuff to craft uh there was no there's no, there no additional pack. packages right right there's just new things that you'll collect along the way like i got one from one of the uh from the community um they were, you know, how you go in their house and they'll be yeah. building something. I yeah. got a spooky fence. Okay. Uh, my, at my wife's island, somebody was building a. Uh, uh, did I ever forget to get that? But yeah, they were building something else that was uh, spooky related. You know, so you go to different places, just like they're building different things. So they're new things you're going to go collect. Uh, but there's not. It's not a pack. No. So yeah. and I'm just looking okay. at the DIYs right now. So okay, yeah, I, I, mean, I didn't think so. I was like, I, because I'm like, I got all these pumpkins I'm, I'm doing. Yeah, right? I was like, let's let's go. I want to see some pretty crazy pumpkin stuff. And, You're just gonna um, collect new things. Spooky tables, the other one I got. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I got to do some work there. And it, uh, it does involve like, a lot of orange pumpkins. So it was like the growth cycle <laughs> of the pumpkin, similar to that of other flowers, where you you pick it and then it goes like three two or three days before you can pick it again. Or how that's that a super great question. I think I saw someone on our Twitch or discord swing by here or fly by with some uh some responses um you get three every time you water for them every day ebisol is saying that um i used gold water can and hope that's the, what uh isabel was talking about when she said she has extra love oh yeah that's right i need uh, to water mine I just three pumpkins sure yeah i'm not 100 i'm not 100 percent sure i planted all of them i put them some water on them so i'll check in tomorrow and hopefully we'll see yeah. that imbecile says four days ago then you pick them then they grow back so kind of like what i was, was thinking okay yeah so, work. yeah so knowing my children like i have planned i i spent a lot of coin today planted a big pumpkin patch and so if i know my children right when i'm ready to go in and harvest them they will have beat me there They're and taken all my pumpkins gone. You should yeah, delegate which rows belong to them. I I may have to like f- like you know have a secret stash pumpkin spot somewhere in the <laughs> island where they never go to that I'm gonna hide my own. Yeah, pumpkins. If it was my kid, they probably would 
shovel up, you know, dig them up and move it on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? With the game, you know, as much as we laughed about it before, but like resource management when it's one island in a shared family is a big deal. Yes, it is. Who, who took all the cherries? I need the cherries. I need the cherries to do, you know. Uh, right. Build something. You guys are your monsters. I had a whole. I had a whole. Okay, let me go to rant here. I had a whole <laughs> like palm, not palm tree, but like bamboo section set up. It was really nice. It was just bamboo, and then I brought up like a solar panel. It, I'm going to be honest. If the Dad Crossing guys were coming doing a tour, they'd be like, "This this place is looking good, Justin. Congratulations. Well done." I'm feeling good about these decisions. I put up like a lifeguard station down by the beach. Feeling good, feeling responsible, strutting around the island. Come back five days later, solar panels gone, as is the lifeguard station, completely gone. And when I asked them who took it, they all went, no. It doesn't just magically disappear. You had to take one of the villagers. I'm like, yeah. I didn't see, I didn't see, you know, Tom Nook walking up that hill destroying my solar panel station. It was some weird peaceful protest. Maybe it's that new villager pyro. <sighs> All right, let's just get on. Let's move on before sorry, Justin. Sorry. Uh, also, here. also, just because I know my children uh, listen to the show, you're both monsters. You're both absolute <laughs> monsters. Just in time for Halloween. Yeah. All right. So before I, before I lose it, uh, what else are you saying was happening, Tim, in Animal Crossing? We need to be aware of. They're bringing back the Animal Crossing series cards. They're bringing those back. So I don't know what's going to do for the value for a lot of these cards that a lot of people sell on eBay. But those uh, Amiibo cards that they were selling before, they're bringing them back out. So I imagine you're going to see a lot of people getting stocking stuffers with these. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like, yeah, I don't think they're adding anything, any, adding any new ones. It's just that you know, no, no, part, no update or anything. It's just more. Series Just, one to four restocking, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Reprinting of, them, whatever you want to call it. A couple other things to make sure you're aware of for the Animal Crossing or Animal Crossing specific. Uh, the Nook link, there was an update uh, that's planned for early October where reactions can be triggered from the app, including a new reaction, which is called Font. And there is another update plan for late November. Uh, and it looks from the kind of the key art that was displayed, seems to highlight or to celebrate Thanksgiving uh, and Christmas. Of course, if you're Canadian, the actual Thanksgiving, the true Thanksgiving that North Americans should be celebrating Negative. is in early October, October 12th nope. this year. Uh, not this weird kind of gluttony <laughs> that is the end of November with the United States, but whatever. I digress. We'll let that be. Animal Crossing agrees with yeah. us. We're right. You're wrong. The whole world is wrong. Canada's right, apparently. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. But we won't brag about it, but we'll just say, too late. look it. You know, you guys are okay too, eh? <laughs> well, you guys can brag about Toys R Us, which we found out earlier today in our Discord. So. You still have one? Oh, uh, yes. Toys R Us over there. Yeah. I think I, mean, I can I, go there. I just have to go over the bridge. I'm going to be honest. There's nothing, nothing to really brag about. It's there. It's nothing, nothing to write home about here, folks. Oh, yes, there is. Believe me, you'll miss it if it was gone. Well, I. The only place to buy your overpriced toys. Yeah, right. Does is it me or does, like Toys R Us has a distinct smell? Do you know what I mean? If you've been to like a Toys R Us, there is a smell about them. Yep, you go in there and you go, ah, Toys R Us. Yeah, but like there's a very distinct. That's Toys R Us not smell. the reaction I usually get. <laughs> so I don't know. 
All right. Uh, any other things else we want to chat about for Animal Crossing? Uh, I think that covered all the all of my points. You are a, you're you're master of the dock, master of the dock. Huh. Another announcement came out this week from Nintendo, actually more specifically the Pokemon Company, where they provided an update on the Sword and Shield uh, expansion pack two, the Crown Tundra. Did either of you guys watch this presentation? I watched it because I made notes, but <laughs> but I, I don't I don't play the DLC. I, I I never got past the third or fourth gym, so okay. but okay. I still followed it. Yeah, Tim. I've learned a hard lesson this past uh, year oh. in regards to Pokemon. As much as I want to play it, I've learned I've never finished a Pokemon game, and I never will. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I so wanted to play this one. It's just so many other games to play. Yeah. That just no. I, I and I and these expansion passes look so awesome. It's like mm-hmm. it's, it's like oh I want to get them. I have the game. It's just like nope. I I'm trying to just I'm trying to learn what I'm actually going to take time to play and play them. And unfortunately, I, all I can say is, is it looks awesome. And if I had the time, I would definitely play it. Well, let's break down some of that awesomeness that you might want to be playing in the future. So expansion pass number two, which is the Crown Tundra. So this is a real focus on kind of like the Arctic Tundra, if you would. Um, Explore new areas and meet new NPCs. Dynamax Adventures lets you form a party of four to explore caves with uh, Dynamax Pokemon. Uh, Jesse, that four-party... Four parties that was online or local. Is that right? I don't know. You remember? Okay. Okay. That's fair. I appreciate you um, only doing half your job for these notes. You're welcome. Well, that's great. Thank you. Don't don't anticipate a question. Just why would you need to? That's fine. All right. All previous legendaries and mythics will now be available. Now, I heard a lot of this. This seemed to be the thing that people were excited about. Um, Jesse, why is this exciting? As well, a person who doesn't really give a darn about Pokemon. Because one of the things that people were upset about about the whole Dexgate, uh, the base game only had a, a, a fraction of the national decks, was that there were no legendaries. Mm, okay. So this is why, because we get them now. So and I'm so I'm going to pretend like I know Pokemon for a couple of moments here. So play along. Does this mean? That's it. once the legendary patch or the patch is put in for legendary. So when the, this comes out, that if you had a legendary from another game, could you in theory then transfer this into this game without having an issue? Yes. Oh, look at yeah. me! Look at me play along to this yeah, game, it, right? It, it, if <laughs> if if it exists in the game's decks, you can yes. import it from home. Okay, so you should be okay. So that's okay. So that would be a big thing, right? Because this yeah. this so people because people people tra- or move along their their legendaries. Now again, we're only talking the, the, or the legendaries and mythic mythics, right? Mythicals. Um, mythicals. People collect them, right? And they go along for a while, so that's a big deal, right. right? Okay, so this did we know this before, or was it teased? We knew that that they were going to uh, the Gen ones legendaries. Uh, Articuno, Zapdos, Articuno were getting Galarian forms, okay. but we didn't at that time know that all the legendaries from all the generations. Though I don't know about Mew. Mew is usually a special case in yeah. that he's really protective. Like you can only get him if you get the Pokeball Plus. 
But yes. you know, all of the other mythicals I know are, are, are there. Like they showed the the three fairy trios from Gen three. They, yeah. you know, they they showed a lot of them. Most of which I don't. I only know because of Pokemon Go because I didn't play Gen five. I didn't play sure. most of Gen six. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a couple of things here. Galarian Star Tournament team up with another trainer NPC from Sword and Shield's main game or expansion pass. And the expansion pass and all this will be coming out on October 22nd. So you don't have to wait very long. I was actually shocked. And I, I shouldn't say shocked. I was almost expecting them to tease an expansion pass number three um, to build on it some more. I don't know why I just thought that feels like something they could do. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. What do you, I don't know. It's possible. They, you know, just like the Smash DLC, yeah. you know, they originally committed to five and yeah. they gave us five and said, oh, by the way, we're committing to six more. Yeah, we can keep going, right? So, I, I mean, and, and I mean, I think, and again, Jesse, keep me honest here. This is the best selling Pokemon game to date right now, right? From a sales number, I'm pretty sure. I think Gen 1 still might have a beat, but okay. it's up but there. It's, but it's definitely up there. It's doing incredibly yeah. well on Nintendo's uh, M- MPC or MPD numbers. Uh, if I remember correctly, placed fourth, I believe, third or fourth. I'd have to when look. you when you add them together, when it's you know you yeah. add, add the sword and shield. Yeah, MPD numbers are weird well. in that they, they don't group them up like Nintendo does. Yeah, but there's but what you know the the Pokemon this games you know uh, chap that you would is doing very well. I know that for sure, um, and obviously. If you can get people to buy more, you will, right? And I think I think the conversation has always been, when can you move Pokemon to games as a service almost, right? When can you have a longer tail to it than just, I finished it? Um, and I think that, I think they've done that very well because so often, you know, it, it can be a challenge. Now, the other thing I do want to do want to maybe just lean into before we come back to this quick conversation, that there is also... A Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Sword and, or sorry, Shield Expansion Pass and. You said, I knew oh you were going to stumble on that what? one. Pokemon okay. Sword and Pokemon yeah. Sword Expansion Pass and Pokemon Shield and Pokemon Shield Expansion Pass <laughs> game and DLC bundle, which is coming out on November 6th. Um, and, um, it looks like Amazon has some pre-order links up at a price of $89.99 USD. This is, I mean, talk about a banger of a time to be dropping uh, the, you know, an ultimate edition, if you would, um, yeah, and, version and, of Pokemon. And this is going to be the version on shelves during the uh, holiday season. Yeah. And these will still count as the same skew. You know, in, in previous generations, when they've had the, the third or four, and or fourth game, they've been separate skews. So they count separately in the, in the game sales. But this will count together with the original launch last year. Right. Yeah. 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 And this absolutely, this is the spot on time for it too. Do you know what I mean? November, like, and I think this, this is the funny part. Cause I was saying before, I was like, Ooh, is, is age of Hyrule enough for their kind of like their, their holiday game to really generate those sales? Sure. It's Zelda. Sure. It's breath of the wild. Sure. All those kind of things. Oh, there it is. There, there's Pokemon. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're fine. Like, the annual, be, annual Pokemon game that comes yeah, out. Yeah, you will be absolutely, absolutely fine. And Red, Green, Blue is at sold 31 million copies. 31.38 million copies. Sorry, say it again? 
Red, green, blue, first gen, gen one, yeah. sold 31.38 million copies worldwide. Okay. So does that and count in yellow is, separate from that count? Uh, or does that include yellow too? It doesn't say yellow here. Okay, yellow might be a different skew then. Oh, wait, no, that is that is a different skew. Yellow special Pikachu edition was 14.64 million. And then, so forty-five million total for Gen One. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. It's pretty. I mean, and that, that's the thing, right? If anyone knows anything about Gen One, Gen One is what actually revived, or I shouldn't say revived, but but gave life to keep the Game Boy going for o- almost. I think the, the the run of the Game Boy was nearly ten years because of Pokemon. It was it was during the wind down phase. And Pokemon just gave it a shot well, of energy. If you include Game Boy Color as yep. the the half step, which I think yep. people as universally agreed on, yep. Game Boy had a twelve year life cycle bef- yep. before Game Boy Advance. Yeah, it's like it's eighty eight to ninety like, or something like no eighty eight to two thousand. That's yeah, the math. It's 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 these you know I would say the synonymousness uh, or the association with Game or sorry Nintendo handheld and Pokemon those games. Like just smash together all the time perfectly, and and so when people are like, "Oh, I want a, a home console Pokemon game," sure, but like the the numbers would say that the handheld Pokemon is where it is, right? That kind of that kind of enterprise that connection together works so well. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's I think it's interesting. So uh, one of the sites, uh, the VG Sales sites, they have numbers for the whole gambit of red green blue yellow which includes fire red and leaf green generations on the gba and then the red green blue yellow digital sales on the 3ds wow all all the sales together is 59.52 million for the red green blue yellow generation yeah compared to right now sword and shield is at 18.22 since the last report yeah and and you've been out for less than a year right yeah so, again, hot game, like 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 a hot console. Yes. Um, and then releasing this with the whole gambit and the physical. Yeah, game. like it's just oh, it's yeah. just it's just gonna be making money. It's be making bank. Um, Jesse, I see here in the about Ash's hat. What what is going on here? Okay, <laughs> so, I'm so confused. So the you can, over the next I don't know how long it'll take, but they said they're gonna. They're releasing eight special Pikachu, each with a different hat, one from each generation of the it's the trainers, mm-hmm. um, what they wore in kit, the canonically. Uh, and the first two are available. They, they're calling it a, a I don't I didn't write them those down. It was like original hat Pikachu and then something else. But the, it's the eight different Pikachu with a specific hat, and you get them by putting it a a code that they'll be distributing over time. They re- announced the first code during that direct, and then since then, a second code has been revealed from somewhere. Not sure where it came from. It was, I was just found out this is another code. So the, then the other six will be revealed later. The first code. So, go ahead. So is this to get a, is this to get a Pokemon or is this to get an avatar outfit in the game? It'll, it, I think it's a separate Pokemon with a hat that's separate from any other Pikachu. Oh, so, so eight like different Pikachus. Yeah. So if, if you have 150 Pikachu in, or 150 Pokemon in your bank, and you redeem a code, you'll now have 151. You, it's a new Pokemon. Huh. 
So you'll get a total of eight new Pikachu if you redeem all of these, each with a unique hat. These were the things I loved about playing when I did play Pokemon for a little bit. was going to the stores, getting these free items, or downloading the free gifts. And then, you know... Back then you had to go to a GameStop or a Best Buy and be within their local Wi-Fi range to get it. And now it's just, here's a code, boom! Yeah, exactly. So now it's a little bit easier. But yeah, back then it was like... or. Yeah, you just go there and download it and get the gift and whatever. But that was a lot of fun. And it was a lot of fun, too, because it was a, a little bit of a family game with my kids. But now my kids aren't into it. So that's probably why I don't play it as much. <laughs> that's fair. So, okay. so the, the two codes that are known, the first is Pikachu get all capitals, but the I is a one. So P1 Kachu get. And the you. other, well, you're welcome. The other is I choose you, again, Pikachu. all caps, with the I is a one and the O's are zeros. Yep. So, yeah, I bet we're looking forward to six more convoluted codes like that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm popping in my, I'm popping in the game right now. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go do this. Right, this is gonna, this is gonna be interesting. I'm gonna see if I can figure this out. Probably not. Um, all right, well, that's interesting. Also, Pokemon, Pokemon Home, Jesse. Tell me more about Pokemon Home. So Pokemon Home will get an update that will finally allow Pokemon Go Pokemon to be transferred directly into Home. And then once it's there, it can go into Sword and Shield and back and forth. But once it's in Home, it can't go back into Go. The process will be similar to what the connectivity was between Go and Let's Go games, where you have pair pair of the devices, and then instead of it being a trade, I think it's just a give. When you do the give, the Pokemon Go device will get the mystery box, which will, when you open up, will spawn Meltan, just like the Let's Go games. So none of that is different from that point of view. In addition to doing that, the first time you transfer a Pokemon from Go into Home, you'll also get a Melmetal in Home that is capable of Gigantamaxing if you send it into Sword and Shield. And okay. that release is ex- no date other than before the end of the year has been d- declared for that update. You guys can't see me, but my legs are bouncing. Like, I want to play this. I want to do <laughs> this stuff. But I just don't have the time because this is the stuff I loved about Pokemon is just doing these things, putting in the codes, getting the gifts or... You know, doing the, you had the Pokemon Bank at one time, you know, and being able to download stuff or trading and you get gifts for that. And, yeah. just and this, all, this, of course, all requires a subscription to home. If you don't yes. have one, you have to set that up. Yes. So it's. What was yeah. that, like $15 a year now? It was so ridiculous. Wasn't it was it? an <laughs> increase over, it was, a, it was an increase over bank. Yeah. Okay. I just don't remember what the cost was. Hmm. Yeah, but th- those things are, I think, are great. And that's, I always said, po- Pokemon Home is the national Dex, I think. Yeah. So that's, that's where I think they're making it there. So even though you can't get them all in the same game, you just use Home, and that's your national Dex. And then you'll be able to presumably move them into the next game when that comes out, once the, that compility is open. Yeah. So usually, there and home. they usually wait a few months before they turn on that functionality so you don't just flood a new game with 100, level 100 Pokemon and Ruck House. So one month, 30 days, and Nintendo eShop price is $3. Three months, 90 days is $5. And a 12, 12 month subscription is $16. Yeah. 
Oh, so actually more than my more than I thought. <laughs> so yeah, sixteen fifteen ninety nine for twelve months uh, for the Pokemon Home Premium plans. And there's so yeah, it gets a uh, difference between basic. Basic is uh, moving Pokemon from Pokemon Bank is unavailable. With Premium, it's available. Uh, number of Pokemon that can be dis- deposited is thirty in basic and six thousand in premium. Number of Pokemon that yeah, can be that's placed. where your national dex is in the subscription. Yes. Number of Pokemon Ooh. that can be placed in the Wonder Box at once is three for basic, ten for premium. Number of Pokemon that can be placed in the GTS at once is one Pokemon in basic and three Pokemon. Room trade is participate, and premium is participate and host. And then last is judge function, which is unavailable for basic, but premium has it available. So anybody on the fence for premium plan or really into the Pokemon home thing? Like I said, if I was playing this, I'd probably be playing, paying the premium plan. (laughs) And I don't even see if there's like a family plan. That's, that's just it. I'd probably, I don't think there is. And that would, that That likely has to be paid. That likely has to be paid per account. Since, That sucks. <laughs> that and would suck, I should say. No, I was say maybe if you own Sword and Shield, you have to pay in both. But no, because that's paid on the, the device, not on the game. Correct. Yeah. The account. Sorry, just a quick update. I got all. I got them both now. Nice. Got it. Got it. Got them both. Did we stall enough for you to be able to? You do did. That? Thank you, <laughs> guys. That was riveting stuff. Really on the edge of my seat the entire way. Solo something way, congratulates you. I know, he's such a good person. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I greatly appreciate that. Well, there's still uh, even more Pokemon stuff, though. Still more Pokemon stuff? Tim, tell me more. <laughs> well, this is the part I think Jesse knows more about. Pokemon Go updates, temporary bonuses and stuff. Yeah, so with Pokemon Go in March added a bunch of temporary bonuses to help make it easier to play for, you know, from home and to socially distance because they didn't want people crowding around gyms and whatnot. So, starting today at 1 o'clock Pacific time, they've relaxed those temporary bonuses. So, the hatch distances are returned to normal as they were before they were half off, half distance. The, the, where, where am I reading this? Okay, the increased effectiveness of incenses will now apply only when walking. So it used to be where you can trigger an incense to sit on your couch and just get an endless supply. Now you actually have to move around. To Chumps. Okay. Your buddy Pokemon will now bring I your gifts. have to get off the couch now? Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> your buddy Pokemon will now bring your gifts only when you have nearly run out and will only happen once a day, where before it would give you gifts every few hours if you, as if you, if you sent them. And then spinning Pokestops will longer, no longer guarantee a gift. It'll, it's still a, a probability of doing so. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know it was a guaranteed if if you had room in your inventory. So that really doesn't affect me much. Most of the times I'm stuck with max inventory anyway because I don't send them out as often as I should. The bonuses that they started in March that they're keeping and will keep from here on out, so no longer temporary, the maximum number of gifts you can carry in your item bag is 20. It used to be 10. You'll be able, you'll continue to receive 
three times the Stardust and XP for the first Pokemon caught each day. Again, I didn't even know they did that, so that's nice to know. And incense duration will remain at 60 minutes. It used to be 30. Cool. All right. Nothing was said regarding the increased radius to interact mm. with stops and gyms. I hope that maintains, because that's very handy. There's some places where I, I, if I drive, I drive as close as I can, but still have to get out of the car and walk closer. That because of the extended radius, I can still stay in my car and do it. Gotcha. Cool. Anything else big from the Pokemon Go world we need to know about? Uh, I have events we could talk about, or we can do that after, you know, in the normal event slot. Well, why don't you? Sure, sure. Let's let's go through our stuff. All right, let me hit the bumper. Okay. That did end the news segment, so we, we're going to move did, on to did, one did. thing yeah. or another. All right. Good. So good to move on. I have what's our po- moving? What's our moving on thing here, Jesse? Yeah, there are two Pokemon Go events. The first is the Community Day that will feature Charmander, which was the second place vote that when they voted last month. It'll be October 17th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. And like in previous community days, they'll have a 99-cent purchase you can do to give you access to Community Day exclusive special research story called A Tale of Tales that will give you rewards for the story, including Charizard Mega Energy. And the second event is that we're giving away free remote passes every week starting October 5th, ending November 30th. So if you have to have, in order to claim it, you have to have less than three remote passes in your inventory. If you have three or more, you have to use them before you can claim it. The game will give you a week to claim the free one, but if you don't claim it in a week, when the next one starts, you'll lose the first one. So they'll be doing that for the next eight weeks. You get so if you continue to play, you can get eight free Pokemon raids, pet raid passes, as long as you continually use them. Cool. That it? That all? That's it for the events. <sighs> On the edge of my seat the entire time. I, I bet you were. the whole thing. <laughs> Just need the edge. Thank you, sir. So speaking of edge, did you want to talk about your top 10 3DS games that we discussed sure. last year? Sure. Yeah, I was, I, I was absent last ab- absent for I, you know, I like I like to let I like to let our guests wonder or our, our fans wonder and speculate the entire week, being like, I wonder what it's going to be, right? So yeah, the question was, what are my top ten games on the Nintendo 3DS? So going from number ten to number one, coming at number ten, I said Codename Steam was my number ten. Number nine, Mario versus Donkey Kong, Tipping Stars. Tipping stars. A lot of fun I that think one. you were probably the only person to say that game. Maybe one other, but I'm sure nobody else probably remembered that game. But I really enjoyed I it. I, little, I did. I did not like that game. Fun little puzzle games. I liked them. Uh, believe it or not, I am a puzzle person sometimes, except for uh, Picross, which can uh, go straight to uh, HE double hockey sticks. Moving on to number yes. eight. <laughs> yeah, speaking of games that I didn't think you'd say, you didn't think I'd say Mario and Luigi's Paper Jam. I did not. I actually rather enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good game. I enjoyed it a fair bit. That was going, one I forgot about. Going into number seven, I have down, and this, I'm going to be very honest with you, this is number seven because 
of our community. And that is Mario Golf World Tour. I remember when we had, there was, there was people in our Discord or one of our line chats or something that had like a code that you could log in. We could play against each other for a week. It was week. actually a cross thing between us and, uh, and, and uh, uh, Nintendo Shack. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nintendo Shack, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was absolutely great. I had a ton of fun with that. I don't remember this, but okay. <laughs> okay. The only reason the only reason I bought that game and it was on sale was to participate in that. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. Number six, my first mainstream Pokemon, Pokemon Sun. Uh, moving into number five, Metroid Samus Returns. No, I, no, I, no, no. It's Metroid. 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 I didn't see that. Metroid. I assumed that was someone else's error, not mine. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know if it was mine or yours, but it's corrected now. Right. Okay, Metroid Samus Returns. Uh, I thought this was absolutely great uh, as well. Coming in at number four, because I did not play it on the Nintendo 64 when it originally came out. This was my first experience with The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D. Um, and so that was just a real gem of an opportunity to come back to that and it was interesting people were saying like this is kind of like the definitive edition the best way to play it and it was such such a cool experience um and i really enjoyed that i also have majora's mask on the 3ds as not yet played um but uh, <laughs> it was again one of those like it was like a banger of a sale like it was like a 20 bucks and i was like yes because i missed that i need to add it uh coming in at number three Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. I absolutely adore, as you know, the Luigi's Mansion franchise for all of its imperfections. I enjoy it and a ton of fun. And I thought it was such a great use of the 3D as well. I thought they used a great use. Coming in at number two, Super Mario 3D Land. Uh, so much fun. So accessible. It just reminds me of how much just... 3D Mario is awesome. Just mm-hmm. love it. Like when they do Mario well, and this is, and this is, uh, you know, I think everyone's shocked that I'm like, yeah, I'm not super like clamming for th- Super Mario 3D World when it comes out. Um, but uh, I loved 3D Land. 3D World was good too, but like this is just uh, absolutely adored it. Yeah, I was telling the guy, sorry, before you get to your number one, I'll mention this last week when I was saying that I wished when they re release 3D World that they would have added 3D land as part of that package for the switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd hundred percent agree. That would have been pretty, pretty stellar. And coming in number one, the legend of Zelda, a link between worlds. Speaking of a game that used the 3D exponential exponentially fantastic. Uh, absolutely adored it. Um, here's the crazy part. I absolutely love that game. Have a cartridge, finished it. I have no idea where that cartridge is right now. It is not <laughs> in the spot I would normally have it because I was like, I should go check my uh, my my game cases, and I'm like, why? Where where is this game? I don't know where it is, but it was such a fantastic, fantastic game. Um, absolutely adored it. Those are my top ten 3DS games. The other thing I would say, there were so many. I looked at my machine. There were so many indie games that I had. The other part I would say about the thing, and I know that we're not swan songing it yet the 3ds was also where i got exposed to some super nintendo games that i didn't get exposed to originally that's the first place i played earthbound was on the 3ds during one of our retro rewinds we we have to remember like that console had so many great like eShop. you know hey here's a super nintendo like 
there were so many, and there were so many great indie games on there as well, right? I think of games like Mutant Muds. Man, Mutant Muds or Zeodrifter in 3D, man, that feels good. That, that looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a, the Gunvolt games, like just a ton of, of fantastic games in there to play. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I had Moon on my list, the Moon Chronicle mm. games. Yeah. Those, I love those games. Yeah, yeah. That is my list of, uh, of games. So we're nice going nice to. Thank list. you. Now, Jesse, we got more to reveal next week on our games, right? Yeah, so the last week we asked our our listeners, our, our p- patrons, and our Twitch subscribers to give us their personal top ten lists, and I'm aggregating them all into one big list, and then we'll reveal that next week with episode 300 for the okay. official Nintendo Dads Top Ten. Perfect. Excellent. Excellent. I'm very, very excited. Okay. All right. Uh, what's next on our agenda here? What let's, what have we been playing? So it looks like there is a game that we have all been playing jointly, uh, and that is Mario 35, uh, or Super Mario Bros. 35, and I know that Marty mentioned that as well. Do we want to kind of have a group chat about that one, and then we'll break into what we've been playing on a quick high level? Sounds good to me. Uh, Jesse, let's go over to you. You did a live stream of it yesterday for almost two yeah. hours, actually. Almost, yeah, almost two hours last night, and it confused a lot of people when they they hopped into the chat and <laughs> says, I don't see it. How did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> and then I must, so I must have said at least 20 times that, and it was even in the video's description. Yes. <laughs> that, uh, I, to be, you know, dinner time last night was Thursday morning in Japan. So, the game launched in Japan, so I have a Japanese account, and I know how to use it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Better watch out. You know right. how to use it. So, and I already had a thumbnail prepared, because if I didn't, I was planning on doing a live stream either today or tomorrow, but I'll, sure, I'll do it a day early. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I I thought it was really fun. You know, just like Tetris 99, you know, it I got... It, I thought it was really fun. Then that newness finally wore off, and it got to a point where I only played during theme season. So, I I wouldn't surprise me if at some point I'm like, eh, this is getting old, and I hope. And I even mentioned in the stream, I wonder if they're gonna have alternate characters, like have a a, a Daisy running around, stomping Goombas or Mm. a Toad, Mm -hmm. or you know something else to mix it up. You know, something that's you can then unlock keep and reuse later yeah yeah so they already have the ability to earn these just these still icons that show up mm-hmm. by your name at the end of a match and the, i don't know how many i've unlocked maybe 15 or 20 of them so that uh that, so there's a little bit of customization but so far not a lot and so at one point there was uh they have two modes you have the, the normal 35 game mm-hmm. where you're able to, you know, it's kind of like, like Mario Kart. You where you vote for the course you want, and then of all the votes, they'll randomly pick which one you're running. I, I think that's how it works. So I think that's what it did here. So, like, the ones that you've, it gives you your initial access to 1 1 through 2 2. So you can pick any of those. As you 
somehow get access into other levels, and when you complete them, then they become selectable in, in your pool as well. So I was able to unlock up to through 2-4. I think I beat 2-4. Nice. I don't remember. <laughs> I know I got the 2-4 at one point, but it didn't last long. I'll, I'll explain why in a little bit. And then you also have the choice to start with one of many power-ups, which costs coins that you've collected into your account. I normally start with the Fire Flower at, 50, at spend 50 coins. So as long as I collect at least 50 coins, then I'm balancing out. So norm, most of the time you'll start with 1-1, one, one, but sometimes it's, it switches around. When you beat the level, then you are warped into a random other level. You not doesn't necessarily go in order, and the transitions are fast. It doesn't. You don't walk, see him jump off the flagpole, walk into the castle, wait for fireworks. No, as soon as you're the, you're on the ground from hitting the fl- the flagpole, boom, you're running into the next stage, and that caught me off guard the first time. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, that was other things I wanted to say, but I wanted to play it before the show, and I didn't get a chance to. So the things I wanted to talk about. Are escaping me. When you do win the first time, it unlocks a ranking. It shows you a pyramid ranking mm-hmm. S down to E, and it compares your gold collected against other people's gold collected of those who's won the game. And at first, I was 1,300, 1,200, and I looked this morning expecting to be bottom, but it turns out I was completely unranked, so I'm not sure what happened there. Okay, but... Uh, what I think happens is as you're playing, you see a treasure chest on the bottom that starts with zero. I think as people get eliminated, some or all of their coins goes into that pool. Mm. And then if you win, you keep your coins plus what was in the pool. So I, the, I ended up winning twice and got like 550 the first time and almost 400 the second time. I've seen other people get over a thousand coins just in one game. So it's kind of random because it it depends on not a well not only how well you do but how well all thirty five of you do. Sure. And then the second mode is a special mode that looks like it only runs for a week, mm-hmm. and it'll probably cycle in with new rules. So the with this one, it starts you off with I think the super mushroom power up and thirty coins. And other than that, everything's the same. So you don't get to pick anything. You don't even get to pick the starting stage. That always that that's always random. It, then the other, the other thing, which hasn't been mentioned yet, when you when you take out an enemy, it gets sent to another pl- person's game. And so by the end of the game, you have thirty five players worth of Goombas crammed into three people playing. So it's a lot of Goomba all around. (laughs) One of the games... Fireflower comes in handy at that time. Yeah. Or (laughs) if you can get a turtle shell and just knock them all out. Yes, yes. I think I I hit a superstar and was able to take out 36 enemies with it in one shot. Wow. Because if you look in the stats, it'll give you some of that information. Sure. I would have never thought to to track. And then... uh, as you have an initial time limit, as you defeat enemies, it adds time. If you get a one-up mushroom, it gives you twenty coins instead because you only have one life. And uh, what else? So 
like if you fireball an enemy, you only get one second, but if you stomp them, you'll get two. And if you can like chain stomps, then it'll go two, three, four. So you'll get more for performing the combos. So the, the one that I thought was funny was a level two, four, a Bowser stage that has no enemies in it besides Bowser. So there's no way to earn time. So if you're not fast getting to Bowser, you will be stuck with other Bowsers in your screen at inappropriate times that you have to deal with while your time's running out because you had no opportunity to refresh it. And I lost, I lost, I, my time went to zero before I could de- get defeat the Bowser that I needed to, to defeat. Gotcha. <laughs> Tim, how has it been for you? How are you liking this game? So when I was watching Jesse do it, I was like, oh, you got it from the J- Japanese side. So that's when I downloaded it too while he was playing his on on stream and I started playing a few rounds and I didn't get into it as much as Jesse and I certainly don't remember as much as he does <laughs> but <laughs> uh just jumping in the few rounds I did it was I it was definitely addictive uh and if it wasn't for being tired cuz I just finished class yesterday I probably would have uh played more because it, it's, it is one of those things, oh, I'll just play one more, oh, I'll just play one more type of thing, you know, or, you know, and... You, and I did that exact last, I did that yes. exact you know, thing last Jesse, night. Like, I said, uh, okay, this is my last game, so before I even stop, I got 27th place. I'm like, oh, screw that, I might have to take it one more turn, <laughs> and I got fourth. Yeah. So, it, but it's a lot of fun, just even when you're starting off, and it's like, it, it is not, it may seem um, like overwhelming at first but as soon as you jump in it seems pretty pretty easy to get the hang of and and jump right into i mean you may not get number one right away unless you're used to playing mario games as much as that but uh it was fun it was fun to get through and and like i said it wasn't scary it was uh like Tetris can seem really overwhelming when you play Tetris 99 and, and people uh, who are good at Tetris are really good yeah where so, there is isn't much difference between a good person and a great person with Mario. It's a Mario game. Right. Yeah. So it's, it seemed like it could be anybody has a chance to play this and actually get good. So, or get number one. Then like 99 that has daily tasks to get additional content. Oh yeah. Yes. Mario 35 has daily tasks as well. It gives you coins. I think, up up to six hundred per day. It's one a one hundred task, a two hundred task, and a three hundred task. Maybe might be fifty, one hundred, and three hundred. But uh, nice. Uh, yeah, that I, was I, fun. That was fun too to see those tasks. I, I like so, tasking games. And those tasks <laughs> only work on the normal game, not the special mode. So when I played last night, I started the special mode. Noticed that my daily tasks weren't moving up. So I played the normal game until I got all three missions done. Then I went back to the special game to finish out the night. Hmm. Yeah, I had an opportunity to jump on, jump in today. I played two rounds. I played uh, the the special one, um, and I placed. I played the first match, and I placed third. And I had no idea what I was doing, uh, <laughs> but I felt all right about that. And then the second time, I, I placed fifth. So uh, I, I'm enjoying it. I think it's fun. Um, just playing with the Pro Controller. I think someone was saying like either playing with the Super Nintendo controller or playing with the actual NES Joy-Con or NES Joy-Con. Oh, controller I didn't even think about using the NES controller. So I um, used the I used the Joy-Con and that threw me off at first. That was the only thing that mm-hmm. threw me off was using the Joy-Con and I was getting ready to use the stick. Yeah. And it was like, oh nope, you gotta use the 
D pad. There is oh. there there is an option to change it to the stick if you want to. Okay. Hmm. It, you can, it worked out better anyways using the D pad. Yeah, you, you don't want to use the stick in a game no, like this. No. And then you also have the ability to change which buttons are your run and jump. You can Please. either choose Y and B or B and A, depending on how you want to orient your thumb. Very nice. So, yeah, it is out now. Check it out. Um, and, again, there's a live stream of Jesse playing and Check it out. But uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, my only hope for Nintendo is that they decide to allow it to stay beyond um, the end of March when they're supposed to pull it. Oh, that's but, right. Um, I forgot. That is one. Yeah, it's games. a lot of fun so far. Speaking of not pulling games, uh, Jump Rope apparently didn't get delisted like they said. Yeah, they exactly. It was, so that may, so that may be an indication that maybe Nintendo's heard feedback about maybe just leaving it out. So we'll see. We'll see what happens at the end of March, but uh, get a chance, guys. Again, you have Zelda Nintendo 35. Switch. Yeah, yes. <laughs> if, <Nintendo Switch, laughs> if you have Nintendo Switch Online, folks, it's a free download. It's a lot of fun. Uh, check it out. You should try it. Um, Jesse, you have down here Mario Super Pick Cross. Uh, yeah, I talked about it a little last. I talked yeah, about a little touch. last week. I thought that there was only like four levels of Mario and four levels of Wario. And I thought that was it. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be a quick game. I'll have it done this weekend. And <laughs> nope. <laughs> when I finished level four, it unlocked five, six, and seven on both sides. So, okay, mm-hmm. that's six more st- levels. And each level has 12 puzzles. Then I unlocked, finished level sevens. And nope, that was eight, nine, and ten. So I don't know how far it goes. I think I'm probably getting near the end. Uh, uh, so I have all the Wario's done. From one to ten, except for one puzzle on nine, I get stumped with. I might have to cheat to find it, find a solution to get that to, to move on. And I finished um, somewhere in the middle of level nine on Mario side. Yeah, I don't like doing the Mario side because it forces you to have the autocorrect if you make a mistake, mm-hmm. I, and it, which gives you a time penalty. And I, I don't like that. I'd rather. Uh, so I prefer the Wario side where there is no time limit and there is no autocorrect. So if you just make a mistake and end up into an impossible situation, I say give up, reload it, and start over. And hopefully you don't make the same mistake twice. And I have made the same mistake four times at one point, And it wasn't until the fifth attempt before I finally solved one particular puzzle. So even though it says I solved it in 18 minutes, I probably spent an hour and a half on that puzzle. Oh, wow. Gotcha, gotcha. Very cool. Um, Tim, what you been playing? Uh, well, we've talked about the Super Mario Bros. 35, uh, and I we've mentioned a little bit of Animal Crossing. I dove into that with the family uh, today, especially since you could do more things today, being the 1st of October. Um so I, I just dove right in, got the paint for, for the face and the hair, you know, the, the, the unnatural colors, I think they called it. <laughs> well, I called it that. I didn't oh, okay, know what, yes. I don't know what they called it. Well, that makes perfect sense. The unnatural colors. So I was playing around with that and they, uh, my able sisters had like a, they call it, I think it was a ratty clothes outfit to make it look like I was a zombie. So I had that. And then I already had the Jason mask. So I was just like rolling with it. And had a lot of fun just, you know, creating some scary, scary, uh, you know, character in Animal Crossing. And we were already having fun with it. My, my wife, she created a blue version of herself that we were cracking up at. Because when we use the smurf. wand. Yeah, like the Smurf. But we have our wands where we have different... Uh, some of these outfits we've created that's been our favorite over time that we have in our wands. And um, 
we were ch testing out these, you know, since we had these new eye colors and face paint that we have on or not, or skin color that we're seeing what we look like in these new, in, in our old outfits. And just hers were actually cracking us up because she was blue, like a Smurf. And there was one that she really looked like a Smurf. And she, she actually changed hers to where she was blue and had that one buck tooth in the front. It was just hilarious. So, uh, we had a lot of fun with that, like I said, and it seems like going forward through the month, just collecting the candy for Jack and uh, Halloween um, to pass out the candy by that time and then collecting all the different pumpkins, all the different colors that are going to come out and be able to do all the different um, DIYs for the things that we're going to build. Uh, I'm looking forward to having fun with that decorating, especially around my house for the holiday uh, and maybe the rest of the other spots of the rest of the island too. So I can't wait to see what other things come with the Halloween decorations. So having a lot of fun with that. I'm sure I'll be talking about that more <laughs> next episodes going forward. Uh, the other game that I mentioned last week that I was going to jump into and I did, and I did over that weekend, uh, during the live stream was Twin Breaker. Uh, it is a brick breaking game. It's a, made for a co-op game actually but you can play it single player which i did jesse stopped by too for a moment when i was playing it but when i was streaming it uh you're using both the joy con sticks to control both the platforms to you know uh deflect the ball to break the bricks with and that was mind-blowing for me because i'm not ambidextrous so mm. <laughs> i'm sitting there trying to get comfortable with trying to move and coordinate both these platforms to to get the ball that would bounce over to the right side of the screen or the left side of the screen and make sure i don't miss it when it comes back down on that side and then not only that when the ball was coming down you also could get power-ups or multipliers or even i don't even, uh what would you call something that was the opposite of a power up? You could a also debuff, that. like a yeah, I guess a debuff where it would actually shrink your bar. That would you know that bounce the the ball bounces off of. That was one of them, or there would be like almost like uh, galaxia bugs that would fly down from the sky almost once you busted a brick. There there would be these bugs that would come and damage your ship because you, your your bars are actually ships. Uh, that bounced the ball off and your the ball is actually one of your weapons that you've developed. This goes along with the story that you read a lot about at the beginning before you even can start the game. And I was telling these guys in the pre-show how much it was like it was going and going and going just for a brick breaking game. But that's that's part of the hilarity of it all is just being able to how much of a story they put behind it that you're these two guys who uh have way further way in the future uh, and by the way the story was written by was it chris moriarty who does podcasts colin, colin moriarty colin, colin yeah colin moriarty uh the story was written by him so i thought that was interesting as well uh but anyways it's like these two these two guys from earth who were sent off into space because of of earth was trying to go out to space to colonize some other areas and there's a whole story behind it i won't go into it but Go watch the stream if you can, and because uh, and it's a lot. It's pretty long too. So, but have it play in the background. I try to read it off, and I had fun with that too. I tried to do it in different voices when I was reading. Nice. The that was funny. Everything. <laughs> uh, try to make it fun, and uh, 
and interesting. And then again, you find out that you're flying these brick bouncing or these ball bouncing ships that were your the platform, their ships, and then you one of the power ups is actually. I like the name of the ships. I don't remember what they are off the top of my head, but they were clever. Oh yes, that's true. They they were. I'll have to look that up. But uh, oh geez, now I yeah. I'll, so I'll look it up while you keep talking. Okay, so but one of the power ups you get is you can actually get guns for those platforms, and it'll actually shoot out those bricks. There's actually a, a part where I got. Um, to start off with the uh, the start off the stage with the guns, and I was just shooting the bricks before I even got before I could lodge the ball, so I got rid of a lot of the bricks. Looks like you found the name, Jesse. Greetings and salutations. Yes, sir. Each ship, yeah. Greetings and salutations. Yes. So, um, but again, it was it's. I like that the story. There's a story behind it. It makes it interesting. It's not just a normal brick breaking game. Um, and th- they they made it interesting. They made it different, you know. So I can appreciate that. So in in like like back in like the Tauri's breakout, you know, some of the cult bricks. Or, or, I think Arkanoid is probably a good one to compare it yes. to. Uh, certain bricks required a certain number of hits to knock out, yes, and you would see that hit. by changing color. In this game, the 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 brick has a Roman numeral in it. Which tells you basically how many hit points this has. So if you yes. see a four, you've got to hit it four times. Yep. And then, like I said, there's certain things that happen too when you hit it. And then there's uh, the there's boss battles. So it seems like after every ten levels, you get a boss battle. So there's not only the bricks you're hitting with the sphere, um, but you're also trying to knock out the boss. And the bosses, the first boss I fought had these fists that were flying at you that would shoot down toward your platforms. So you had to avoid that, but also try to get the ball to get the bricks and the boss. And so it was a lot. It was <laughs> it's a lot like going on at once. A lot going on there. Yes. So and and trying if you're not ambidextrous or you're not used to do, do, do those two things at the same time, that is where the co-op aspect of it would come in handy. And I'm hoping to be able to try. That Can you out. play actually play with two separate controllers controlling one each or do they have to share a controller like uh <laughs> no, it's uh, two different Joy-Cons. Yeah, okay. that's, that's split the Joy-Con and give it off to somebody else, yes. But I remember there was some Wii games, I think, or GameCube games that actually required you to share a controller. That way, like one person do use the buttons, one person uses the yes. D-pad to do actions on two different characters. Right, and we even, we you and I were talking and jokingly about uh, having a paddle for this game, like the old brick you know, breakout yeah. game or whatever. But I was like, well, in this case, you would have to have like an Etch-a-Sketch style <laughs> where you, you know, so for, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think that, you're doing I didn't think player. that far ahead. <laughs> that would be confusing. Probably so, more confusing than trying to use two sticks. I mentioned during the stream, I don't believe I played a brick, uh, brick breaking game since playing Brickout for the 5200. So playing you ever this, Arknoid? I did not play Arknoid because wow. at, at that time it was like I played Brick Out and I was just like, no, I'm good. I'm not going to play any brick breaking games. You know, I know what they do. Because even Arknoid came with a paddle controller. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this, this was nice to come back to and it was still a little bit different and it, it, it's a lot of fun. I think it's worth it, especially if you like brick breaking games or haven't played one in a while. Check that out. I think it's, I think it's worth your I time. I think the last one I played... It was a Game Boy 
virtual console game with Kirby as the ball. I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but it was weird. Yeah. Very that's cool. what I've been playing. Thanks, Tim. Uh, I'll give you a quick rundown of what I've been playing. Uh, and I'm going to say that every single game that I mentioned today, I highly recommend. Every single one of them is a definitely I recommend picking it up. But I'm going to first for first of all, I'll start off with a very easy one. I've been playing Fortnite Cross Rocket League. Rocket League has gone free to play. If you haven't, check it out. It's downloadable, free. It's fun. Do it. And they're having an event with Fortnite. Uh, so I got all my free rewards in Rocket League on Fortnite as well. So check those things out and then you get other rewards in Fortnite for finishing the Rocket League challenges. So check that out. First game I'm playing, we've already talked about on the sh- show, is Hades. Man, I am absolutely loving Hades. Such a fantastic, great game. Amazing dialogue, amazing sound, addictive as heck. Man, this may be in my game of the year contenders. I'm going to tell you that one right now. Absolutely, absolutely, highly recommend Hades. Yeah, I, I've been hearing all the all the good words on that game. I'm like, I'm on the fence now, but I traditionally don't like that type of game. But I understand yeah. that kind of takes it in a new direction. So yeah. I might. I'm, I'm, Jesse. I, I'm looking at that one. Jesse. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would recommend. Next one I recommend is The Long Dark. This actually came out the exact same week as Hades and Ori. Uh, and this is a survival game based in northern Canada, actually. Um, really? and it is, it is a very, very cool, um, it reminds me of Firewatch. Uh, Firewatch kind of meets survival aspects. Uh, amazing story again, very well written, great voice acting. Um, the, the, uh, the sound design that goes along with it, it, you know, your, your plane is crashing the north and you're cold. You have to survive. There are elements of like food. There's dehydration. There's hypothermia. There's blood loss. You need to manage all of these things and, and find your way. And it is, it can be as grueling or as hard as you want it to be as well. There are some settings that you have the ability to adjust there. It's a little bit steeper of a price tag. It's about 40 Canadian dollars. Um, so this may be one to put on your list for maybe a watch later, but I would highly, highly recommend The Long Dark. It is absolutely fantastic. Very, very cool. Uh, the next one I'd recommend is uh, Orbed, Orbold, Orbold, Orbed, XL. Uh, and this one, unlike The Long Dark, is super, super cheap. <laughs> this is actually from the same creator as Ding Dong XL and Super Blast XL. Nick Virginson, as I believe is his name. I see a pattern uh, this, here. This is 99 cents in the eShop. Uh, I did a stream of it. It is just a ton of fun. It's a single button action. Uh, very simple, but just kind of got that one more factor, one more run kind of uh, attachment to it. I would 100%, 100% recommend it. Super, super enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Final, uh, last game I've got here as well is uh, Alwa's, Alwa's Legacy. I think that's how we say it. A-L- Alwa's Legacy. Uh, this is from Elden Pixel. This was a Kickstarter, and this is a follow-up to Elden's Awakening. Um, this is I a mod, yeah, this is a modern retro style game. You know, it, it, it reeks of feeling like games like Mega Man and DuckTales and obviously a call, you know, connection of like Shovel Knight. If you were somebody who played like modern, uh, retro, kind of modern retro platformers, Back in the 80s and 90s, whether it was on the NES or on the Super Nintendo, this feels absolutely perfect. It is a ton of fun. Um, it's it's just a great world. Lots of exploration. Uh, it just feels 
it's it it's it is a comfort food. Do you know what I mean? It feels like that kind of comfort food kind of game. Absolutely enjoy it. And if you're picking it up and you haven't picked up uh, Always Legacy or so Always, it is a 30% off right now in the Nintendo Switch eShop. That's less than a tenner for that game. And I think the Legacy, I think, is 20 bucks. I think. All of the games I recommended, I would, uh, or mentioned, I would recommend all of them. Did um, you play Awakening? Uh, I did not play Awakening. I only played, I, I, so I was playing Legacy and then Awakening. And I was like, you know what? I should pick up Awakening. So I picked that up. I haven't played it yet. Um, just a legacy. They sent us a review code, so I got early into that. All of these games, by the way, except for Hades, I have Let's Plays up on the channel. You can check them out. I uh, highly recommend every single one of them. We do have a Hades video, uh, I think. Too. We do have Hades. I didn't do the Hades one. You didn't um, do that Marty one, did. we do have one, yeah. yeah. Correct. So it's on there as well. That's what we've been playing, folks. What you should Questions? Community Spotlight question. <laughs> so before we jump into our questions we'll lead off with our contest we are doing a giveaway for super mario 3d all-stars there has been a winner selected through our gleamio contest platform that individual has been emailed so uh if you check your email and you have not received an email from Nintendo Dads about being a winner, you're not. I'm going to go check my email right now. Um, I will say the individual <laughs> who won is not from North America. Um, so, yeah. Rigged. Uh, we ha- I-, rigged. I have sent... Yeah, <laughs> yeah rigged. I've got, to, I've got to now mail a game internationally, all right? So, no, that's not rigged. That's not going to help us in any way. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll send an email to them, congratulating them. We're asking for their mail address. Hopefully, we're not, hopefully we get a response. We can send it to them. And if we don't get a response in thirty days, we're going to do it again. We'll just retry. But we'll see what happens there. Congratulations! Thank you to everyone who has entered that. We greatly appreciate it. We're trying to run more contests. Uh, we gave out we gave away a Nintendo Lego set like a month and a half ago. Yeah. So that's the Patreon money right there, folks. Uh, that's why that's why the the U.S. guys can't get health care. All right, moving on. What? Tim, did you have a question before I start talking about stuff? Nope, we're good. Okay, Tim, do you want to read our first? We got we have lots of weird questions and comments, so I don't know where to start. Sure thing. I'll just start from the top. We got questions okay. from the email. First one is from Dennis Coacher. And I apologize if I did not put out your last name right. Um... I'm bad at that. <laughs> so, uh, I was listening to your podcast, episode 298, and I wanted to reach out to all with my list of top 10 3DS games. This is my first time writing in. Thanks, Dennis. I got my first Nintendo Entertainment System back in 1987. I was a big fan of it, the SNES and GameCube, but fell out of the Nintendo for a few years until a triumphant return to form with the Nintendo Switch. Also, I've been living in Michigan, yay, a.k.a. Minnesota, apparently, for the past 10 years. I wanted to give a shout out to Tim. Thank you very much, Dennis. Uh, Glad you joined the team of Nintendo Dads. That's that's so awesome. Thank you very I, so much. He also Dennis. included his top 10. I cropped that out and added that to the poll, to my rankings chart, but kept the rest of the email to be read. Thanks for the top 10, Dennis, and thanks for the compliment. That means, that means a lot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, we're getting more and more Michiganders here. You better be nice. I have no, I have no comment to that. 
Hey, we're practically Canadian too, you know, so come on. All right. Brandon Hallworth. Hallworth. I'm a 90s kid. I played Mario 64 when it was the first 3D game. I was not aware of camera controls back then, so I played the whole game without adjusting the camera. I know 34-year-old me is confused with how I ever did this. When I played the 3D All-Stars game, the muscle memory has me playing that way. Have you guys ever played a game where muscle memory really played a role in replaying it many years later? I think in this case it might be a benefit because isn't the camera controls reversed? I don't know. I haven't played it yet. Oh, I don't know if it was all the games or certain games, but there was a lot of complaints about camera controls were inverted originally and put to normal in this version, and there's no way to swap it back. So people who people who do have the muscle memory doing it the inverted way are kind of screwed. Yeah, I, I think for I think Brandon, great question. For me, I think Donkey Kong Country. I would just say that like there's I have just a lot of muscle memory associated with that game. Um, where it kind of comes back, you know, oh, got to jump here, right? Like, oh, it's Minecraft, it's a minecart, there's where I jump, right? Just, it just, so those kind of things. So, yeah, I, I think that would be my example of it. I, for me, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't think of muscle memory. If it happens, it happens, and I don't even notice it. I'm just, you know, going to it, and it's not even something that crosses my mind. Oh, hey, you know, I'm remembering this from when I played it when I was a kid, but. Yeah, I think mine's kind of similar. It's more of like playing an old Final Fantasy. I'm like, I have a feeling I should go this way first before the other way. And <laughs> the first, you know, the other way was the intended exit, but the other way had a secret. So I kind of re- learning where all the secrets were, kind of some of that kind of stuck in the back of my head. Yep. Episode says Sunshine's definitely flipped okay. for camera controls. I'll find out when I play that one. That's the out of those three games, it's the only one I've actually played. I have some words about sunshine, but we'll wait until we get there. <laughs> All right. So moving on to our questions from Discord from Anuxus. And that was today he posted this question for tonight's episode. Since it's officially October, what games, old and new, would you recommend to Switch owners to play this month besides the cute new Horizons update? I would say Luigi's Mansion. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Castlevania games are common. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think I think Game Explained Derek usually does uh, some uh, Castlevania marathon near Halloween. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with Tim. I think, like, yeah, Luigi's Mansion just feels kind of at home perfectly. Like, I don't, yeah, it's just... It's like break, that, break that out again. Play some of the, Maybe yeah. just play some of the tower stuff, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, the game that I remember playing. I'm going to look up the name. I think I want to verify it. Okay. Uh, I don't think this is available on the Switch yet, but there was a game called Costume Quest, which is kind of Halloween related. Okay. And I was going to say, we also have the Resident Evil games. They do have some on the Switch that you can play. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Quite a few, actually. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, really good ones. So got that one and... Like, I'm sure anybody could say which any of the ones that we do have. There's even Revelations. I think they did a re-release on that, and then even like the remasters, some of the remasters or not remasters, re-releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then there's you know everybody's got their favorites. I would I would shoot out four. I know that's one of a lot of people's favorites. Um, yeah. So. 
great. And but- always come to back to the community. I'm sure there's other people that would uh, put in theirs as well. So yes, Ibisol says zombies ate my neighbors. <laughs> That's not mm. on the switch, though. He said no. It's not on the switch. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Death Road to Canada. Just for the Kinect reference, it's it's a zombie apocalypse Canadian game. So you know. There you go. Yeah. All right. Again, we can always keep up on a list so we can get a list going. and might be already one started in our Discord channel where this question was posted as well. So, All right. Questions from the Patreon. Jason. Yeah. This, 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 this is left over from last week when you weren't here. Sure. Okay. So the prior week. For this one's for Justin. Would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on Mario Sunshine as you have never played it and where you think it may rank in your top Mario games if it makes the list. Um, so Mario Sunshine, I, I'm struggling with it. I'm going to be very honest with you because yeah. there are times that it feels, it feels like I'm like, I know this game. Yeah. These things feel right. Like, and it goes a little bit back to the idea of like muscle memory. I feel like it with Mario games. There's a muscle memory associated with it, right? Like, Oh yeah, I know this. I know this long jump. I know this double jump. I know this backflip, right? A little wall kick here. Boom, boom, boom. Feeling good. Um, but then, like, so, for example, when I get into using Flood, uh, those controls completely mess me up. The, uh, and I don't know if it's inverted, maybe it's, or it's the wrong way. Like, I struggle using Flood with Mario Sunshine to a point that it frustrates me exponentially. Now, I actually moved um, the Pro Controller, and I was using a plugged-in GameCube controller for a bit, and I found that a little bit better, but it didn't quite map the way I wanted it to. Um, I need to continue to slog through it some more. As it stands right now, it would not crack my... It would not crack my top ten for Mario games. As it stands right now. Let me get further into it. Let me get more hours into it. Let me maybe not want it break it um because of the controllers i don't Um, know if you listen to the shows when you're not on but last week i had words really i had the words were unpleasant sure yeah (laughs) so i I appreciate that i can play it and i appreciate that they're like i I've had fun with it but i feel like the times i'm dying isn't because of me but rather because of the control system that makes sense and i don't that frustrates me that frustrates me a lot for games and for franchise like like Mario 64. I played that so many times. I know it. It feels good. I know how to play that galaxy. I have fond memories of it. And maybe it's the fact that like, if I go back and play, you know, galaxy or 64, I would be frustrated too. But I have, but, but I guess here's the other part. I have nostalgia with both of those games. I have very deep um, history and memory associated with both those games and positive things that I probably will. Like I probably like push those things to the side like those flaws, those challenges because of the nostalgic component of it, because they don't have any of that with sunshine. And I'm literally taking it as at a, at a kind of a fresh blush at it. These things that, because I, I don't have that memory to say, no, I'm going to push it aside because I grew up with it. And it's amazing. I'm like, ah, these feel weird. And, and also to think of a game that's like almost 20 years old, right? There's some trappings associated with it that you're like, man, I remember playing Super Mario Odyssey a couple of years ago, and things are amazing. And then you're like, "How did? What? Why are we going backwards?" Um, so that's my rant. Excellent. 
I was curious about that too because I know you didn't play Sunshine, so it's good to hear. I was waiting to hear that sure. answer. All right, next one is from Jesus Amada. Everyone is so hyped about the new Smash announcement. In all sincerity, I'm surprised by it, but it did not come out of left field. It's Nintendo trying to get their IP out there, Smash, by adding third-party characters, Minecraft slash Xbox. This bodes well for Nintendo and Microsoft, playing friendly for future game releases from Microsoft and their acquisitions. But I'm interested in the Jump Rope Challenge. It's a silly little app that kind of works, and I see why they wanted it to, to, to delist it. But it's staying. Could this be a setting? Could this be setting a precedent? Could we, could we maybe see Super Mario 3D All Stars not getting removed, or will the removal stay the way to help Nintendo in the last quarter of this fiscal year? So there's a well, lot, and I, it was very interesting about the jump rope challenge. I think the fact that they, you know, announced that after March it'll be unavailable definitely is to try to boost sales for this fiscal year. Because, you know, why have 15 million units over three years when you can have 15 million units in the same year? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think there's there's definitely a strategy there that, of course, Nintendo doesn't share what their roadmap is with us. But I think there's definitely a strategy there that we'll see come to light as time goes on, obviously. Yeah. It, but, it will uh, be interesting to see where this lands. Because, you know, the end of the fiscal of the second fiscal quarter was yesterday. So we'll be getting that information in probably four weeks. Right. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see where that lands. Yep. Business, Justin? Ask me the question again. Could we maybe see Super Mario 3D All-Stars not get removed? Kind of like what we see jump, jump Rope not being all of a sudden not removed like they said they would. Or is there maybe just a delay because, you know, everybody's not in the office or whatever, but... Sorry, so could we see... Sorry, so hold on a second. Will the removal stay so, the way to help Nintendo in the last quarter of their fiscal year? No, their last quarter of their fiscal year is not going to be an issue this year for them. Right. Uh, I, at least I don't believe so. Right, I, Especially I, if I, the rumored hardware comes out. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I, I, like, like, my rumor is my... So my thought here is a couple of things. Uh, we're getting that in refresh March of 2021. You're probably also getting Breath of the Wild 2 at that time. Uh, also, at the end of that month is Monster Hunter. And there is another game that comes out that day, Rune Factory 5, right? Uh, like um, a week before. Yeah, they're not worried. They're, they're, their end of the year, their end of the quarter push is absolutely fine. They're not going to have any issues with that. Um, and they pull uh, Jump Rope thingamajiggy. There's no reason to, right? There's no, like, why, is there any reason to pull the other games? No. But the other, other things that, by them pulling the game, there's no value. By them not pulling the game, there's no value. And because there's a free game altogether, there's no monetary chain exchanges there. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, nobody in the right mind is being like, sure, look at it, I wasn't getting Nintendo Switch online, but now you have a bunny that jumps, I'm all in. Right, so that's definitely not selling. I that, kept it for that reason alone. Yeah, that's not selling anything. All right, so let's it, let's be very honest with you. It, it's not the point of the jumps; just the cat that shows up behind you when you've done well. That's right, right, exactly. That's right. But but the the but with but with Mario 3D, there's a monetary, 
right? There is a very deliberate um, component. I believe that the reason they're closing like March 31st is that it's, it's a clean cut of like our celebration with Mario is done. There was a beginning, there was a middle, there was an end. It's done. Do I believe they should remove it? No. But we also see what happens when they said it became limited, right? And and this is what Jess was talking about a moment ago. Those sales were astronomical. I'm yeah. excited to see well, what the actual N- NPD it numbers look like. two copies. Right? Exactly. Or I normally wouldn't have done that. So I, it doesn't make sense. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, to help push their numbers, fiscal component of it. Um, I think it's just a weird business decision that I hope they, I hope there's, they, there's a plan I, behind it. That yeah. I, I do hope that I, until that time, I will say, I do hope that they pull that decision. I do hope they just leave it on there and deal, delist it. Same with Mario if, 35. Same kind with, of, um, yeah. My thoughts, and it may not happen April 1, but maybe later on in the year, next year, they'll bring them back as individually purchasable items. Yeah. Maybe $30 each, all 30, 30 for uh, for Galaxy, less for yeah. the others. Yeah. Something that would probably total more than 60 Right. Mm-hmm. That was my argument about that, that that would happen. And also because of Zelda 35, the focus would be shifted to that. At least if that happened, I wouldn't feel so bad about buying them <laughs> as a bundle versus separately. Yep. Because you know I didn't get hardly any gameplay out of it before getting before falling off. And and one wish I guess beyond that too is is if they do decide to do them separately, whether it is later or not, if they do it right away and sell them separately, then that's one thing. But it, if they one thought was that, but if they decide to remaster them individually and then sell them, so that you still have your 3D All-Stars that you could re-release later on down the line if you ever want to play the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? Like I said, we don't know what their roadmap is, what their game plan is, but it's very interesting. All right. Tyler Kopp, who's our newest member on Patreon. I'm really excited about the new Hyrule's game, Hy- Hyrule Warriors game. Mm-hmm. I never played the first title, but I love Breath of the Wild, so anything in that universe I want to play. So, and I think we all agreed with that. A lot of us agreed with that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think, you know, when Z- uh, Zach Ryan was on there too long ago, I was like, I'm, I'm still on the fence about it, right? Like, I, I want to. Here's the, th- here's the thing. I saw some cut scenes of it last weekend because last weekend was Tokyo Game Show. Yes. Right. They had that trailer. Trailers out. Every time I watched it, I was like, I, I, I want to know more. Like I would, I would just watch a movie just on this. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, just, uh, just, just put 90 minute. Tell me a Netflix story on this. I'd be happy to watch it. So I keep like, I feel like this is a game that ultimately one of these days I'm going to go into EV games to pick up something. I'm going to black out. I'm going to walk out with it in my hand. Um, not stealing it, by the way, purchasing it properly. Yeah. But I feel like that's probably what's going to happen here um, because I feel like I, I want, I want that interlude story. Um, to know more about it. And Hyrule game, the Dynasty Warrior game do not interest me. If it is your jam, so happy it's your jam. But, but for me, it's like, because it's Breath of the Wild and because it's that kind of like third act or that middle act that we need more on. Um, I'm super interested, super interested. Yeah. And then that's where I'm at too, is because of the, the canon of it. It's, uh, it's not just a Zelda game to be fun. Like the original Hyrule Warriors game. Yeah, that was blatantly not canon. Right. It was they were having fun with it, right? So, and, it and was, there's nothing wrong with that. It was a, yeah, it was a fun game. It was definitely fun. It was 
fun seeing what they did with the characters. You even had a few stages where you played as Ganondorf. Yes. So, but this one being canon and making um, Breath of the Wild now a trilogy, where, I mean, you might think that it could have been a trilogy even if they didn't have this, where, but we would have waited for that third game in years down the line. But this is for sure now a trilogy within years of each other, right? Or within months, depending on when we see Breath of the Wild 2 come out. So we'll have that, the prequel um, of this game. And how many people are going to go back and play Breath of the Wild now? You know, to get either after they play Hyrule Warriors or mm-hmm. before leading up to it. But it's just, I'm, I'm super excited for it, especially for me, because I am a hack and slash fan. And I like the Warriors games because of that. Just go in and just swing the crap out of a ton of enemies. <laughs> uh, Solo something says, y'all have EB games? Wow. Yeah. Uh, yes. Up here in Canada, it's EB games. I guess for the U.S., it's GameStop, right? Yeah. Yeah, ours is GameStop. Yeah. GameStop, yeah. Which, yep. Hold on a second. GameStop I'm sure it's EB owns, games. Yeah. I used to do EB games when I was growing up. Bear with me one second. There's literally... It's, is your yeah, EB games on the verge of bankruptcy like our GameStop is? Um, I think they all are. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I go I go in, I'm like, oh, you're still here. And, you know, here's the folks. The folks that work in the South Lethbridge EB games, super nice, very kind. I see them every couple of months when I go to give them money and wait for a game to show up, right? And they do their job. Um, but it's one of those things I'm like, man, these things are... Yeah, my GameStop you know, is awesome. The only thing right now that is saving GameStops and EB games... To be honest, is this next generation cycle, right? Yeah, this I haven't Xbox, stepped foot in. A, Xbox, I haven't stepped foot in a GameStop in months. I here's the other thing. I'd probably like I would order probably from Amazon, but I couple things. I like that. Like my EV games is, and sorry folks, this is a Canadian. I am three kilometers away from it. Whatever that is for you for miles, you can figure it out. You're a semi-educated That's, bunch, um, so you can just slightly under two. Just under two two miles from my house, so it is super super close. Like it takes me less than four minutes to drive there. Um, Amazon, I have to wait till the end of the day, and also sometimes like the, like it's you know I've heard of people who are like, oh, I ordered a game to show up on Thursday, and it should have like two weeks later. And you're like, I'm not I'm not doing that. There's something to be said about going down there, picking it up, having it in my hand, yes, helping the brick and mortar guy. These yeah. guys, these 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 this crew, I won't say these guys because there's ladies there too, but uh, they. They call me up and say, hey, remember, you got this pre-order. Don't forget to come pick it up. And by the way, if, you know, if you haven't paid it off, bring stuff and, you know, cut the cost down. And we'll give you a yep. bonus. And all. I mean, and when I go in there, they're like, hey, how's it going? You know, they remember my face. Not necessarily my name in most cases because I don't go in there that often. But they remember my face, and which is cool, you know. And, and yeah, I mean, and I just I, I used to bag on GameStop, too, about how they treated their employees and from what I've read, but you know, and then also from other practice, their practices that they do that I didn't like, but after toys are us closed here in the States, it's like, I don't want GameStop to close. I don't want the brick and mortar to close. Uh, I prefer to have that choice to be able to go in, like you said, to get, pick up the game the day it's released, leave with it. I I mean, I, I have a weird take on that. I, I'm not a fan. I'm okay with GameStop going away if something better is grows in its place. Because you know, I'm not a fan of game, a lot of GameStop's practices. So I'm sure yeah. there's a better way to do things. 
if yeah. there was a competitor there that was doing that, then yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna yeah. go here because I like that. But we don't see that unless it's a small mom and pop place. The other, yeah, the other part of it is that you know, GameStop and I'm gonna GameStop and EB Games need some broad strokes in this one. And I have been to GameStops in the U.S. as well when I've traveled abroad and, and been like, yeah, this is this is essentially EB Games. Um, there's there's a special there's a specialty about them. There's a specialization. Right. Because when you go in there, there is this, hey, it's like minded people. Right. No one walks into EB Games is like, sorry, I'm looking for a new couch. Uh, <laughs> curious, do you have flat screen televisions here? Right. Um, by the way, do you, a, do you have a hose attachment for a Dyson vacuum? No, right. you're here for video games. Right. Or video game apparel or video game associated. Right. It's kind of a club. It's 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 yeah. it's that. It's the, you know, it's walking into Cheers and Norm, right? Everybody knows your name. Everybody knows right. you're there because it's like-minded people. And I think, like, you can go in there and you can you can watch the mom with the their son or daughter picking out a game and having a conversation about it. There's the guy who walks in who looks like he's about the same age as you. And you're like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm picking up the latest uh, Xbox as well. And you're like, awesome. Like, there's a there's kind of the, like, tap of the nose. We're all in this club together. We all like video games. And that's awesome. And I've been in there too, where where it's been where the mom is in there and has no clue. Yeah. But there's myself or other people who are like, "Hey, you need some help with that." And we're not even employees there; we're yeah. just like helping each other out. So. Yeah. So I, I mean, and, and if I remember correctly, and, and again, I know we're diverging way off this conversation. <laughs> but like, is, are they are they not trying to like revitalize the GameStops in the U.S. to almost be like boutique shops of like come in, sit down? I think we'll, they tried like, to start that before. Before the pandemic before COVID, hit, right, and then and then that kind of put a kibosh on that. Yeah, because um, I think like that's like that's the, one of the. So here's one of the things, um, Jesse. I Hi. love Kansas because you guys have barcades. I yes. absolutely love barcades because again, there's this idea of we're all grown ups, we're all coming here, we have a passion of something. It's a and I hate to use the word safe space, but it's a safe. It's a place where. If you have a passion for something, you can go there and be be with like-minded individuals, right? So we're going to geek out about, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're going to play four-player. Man, I love Donatello. Like, so I think EV Games, GameStops provide those kind of places. And if they can tr- if they can pivot themselves into being like, a, hey, come on in and, and, you know, you can book you can book a space and sit down and play or do something or try something. Like, if it becomes more of a, I almost use the word like a hangout place, but it's not yeah. really a hangout place. It, it, it's it changes dynamically um but i also think like my experience in eb games is like you are a jack of all trades and you have become a master of nothing because of the fact that you have got yourself into a challenge that you need to sell everything i go in there and there's like there's a one wall is is um funko pops right and then there's another wall of like video game you know hoodies and hats and stuff and then there's uh, a wall of games and you're like you're kind of trying to be a little bit of everything because you've made acquisitions and what made you kind of really special or specialized is now becoming kind of um i don't know flattened yes yeah, we kind of you know before we leave the our tangent uh, the story i, I read <laughs> i read i think the console purist facebook group uh someone want, went into a GameStop, wanted to pre-order a, a, an amico and the person goes, what the hell is that? Do you mean Amiibo? We don't pre-order mm. those. I'm like, no, no. Nice. Amico is spelled like this. Look it up. 
And they're like, oh, I didn't even know this was a thing. So, you know, I understand it's a kind of a niche product, but still, I think they should be able to train their people on the new things that are coming. If you're in, if, if you're if, into it like us, we we obviously specialize in Nintendo, but we know about all this other stuff. So well, yeah, and that's that that's the other thing I actually feel really bad for their employees because you no, know so you I, I don't if, blame the employees. It's definitely the management. But if you think of like the stream of information that we are just Nintendo fans and that like we know every detail, every niche and cranny, right? To say here it is for PlayStation, here it is for Xbox, like. Here is for the obscurity of other things, Luna and and Stadia and Amico, like all these other parts of the video game industry um, is challenging to be there. And also, hold on, let me just make a PSA right now. If you are pre-ordering a PlayStation and an Xbox or any next-gen console and you call your GameStop and your EV and they, are, they do not have it and they do not have the ability to do a pre-order... Be nice to them. Say thank you. Have a good day. Because it is not their fault they're out of stock. That is not on them. So right. do not go have an out at them. That is not your job or responsibility. That is That's right. not cool. That's dad talk. That is not, not cool. cool. <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about right now. Yes. Adam Leonard. John Free. <laughs> You little punks. Just kidding. I love you guys. Uh, speaking of which, you know, there there are ways to get around that, and maybe that's what they're looking at. But, like, what Best Buy does is they send their employees off to get trained in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So they specialize in that area that they come back to the store and help people with. That could still be something that could be done at GameStop or EB Games. And, by the way, if you really go back far, it used to be called Babbage's or Funko Land. So... <laughs> I remember Funko Land. Yes, we never had Funko Land up here. And look at Sean Capri. Hey, look he who, just came look in who, the, right at the right time. Justin like, summoned him by speaking like, his name. It's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> you say <laughs> if you Sean say his times. you say his name three times. Uh, is raiding with a party of six. Sean, thank you very much for showing up your your raid party. We appreciate that. Nice. Thanks for the raid. Must have heard me uh, yelling about him and his Xbox Drive BS. All right. <laughs> All right. So next one is from Christopher Logo, who contributes to our blog uh, once in a while. So thanks to Chris for giving us that. But he also wants to remind us, hey, Tampa Bay Lightning are Stanley Cup champions and other NHL 94 Rewind updates. So another push for NHL Rewind for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I, if that actually comes true, I need to see a video of him reacting to that. Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah, I like. Better record. And I just like, you know, in some ways it's just a long hope. Like, I just pray for you, sir. I just really hope it happens one day. (laughs) I don't know. EA Play may one day come to Nintendo, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Richard Escobar would like to hear feedback from Mario 35. I played for a while and really like it. It's simply to pick up and play, combining not to, to die, picking up coins for power ups, and defeating enemies to add time to your clock it adds fun strategies to try to be the last mario standing to add to christopher logo's comment tampa bay lightning are indeed the stanley cup champions if you want to see something cool look at youtube tampa bay lightning tesla coil when the lightning scores the tesla coil creates lightning inside the arena it's a great it's a pretty cool effect to see 
So a little how sports we, ball. How did we just become like hockey hockey chalk? Sports ball. Uh, I don't know. Sports ball. Well, hey guys, Stanley Cups. That's <laughs> my sports announcer yeah, voice. Just in time for the next season to start. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, one thing I forgot to mention when we talked about Mario 35 was um, you have the ability to buy a random power up for 20 coins pretty much at any time. Yeah. And I found myself multiple times, if I had 100 coins and I'm little Mario, just spamming that button until I can get yeah. something better. And then all of a sudden, I've said, anything but a POW! Pow. Pow, yeah. Yeah, Dang. Richard, I, I think our comments are, it's pretty awesome. Keep playing it. It's a lot of fun, and we'll probably continue to talk about it. It'll be interesting to see if they, if they do anything different. Like, if they do, you know, I think I saw someone in the chat say, like, hey, can you, can, will they add Super Mario 2? or first, tournaments or something. First, don't too. tease me like that. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, you put that, <laughs> don't you put that Don't you put that in my head, right? Right. Uh, or Super Mario 3. It'll be interesting to see if they actually do any kind of evolve, evolvement with it, um, or they just keep it static like it is. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's it's a thing too. Like I like it's not. I don't go to Tetris ninety nine all the time, but I like being able to go to it when I'm in that mood to play Tetris. So I'll just yeah, do yeah. the same old code with Mario thirty five. Yeah, good point. All right, Eston Huff is didn't Justin several shows back make a prediction about the next Smash reveal character, or was I enjoying some nice frothy beverage? I thought he did, and if he said he was wrong, he would provide free cookies for the office show for three months and bring back flip flop Fridays. Yeah, you're hundred percent right, Eston. Uh, we had a we had a town hall today with the uh, Nintendo dads, and uh, I had to get up and apologize for for making that statement. So we are excited to announce that Nintendo Dads HQ for the next three months, cookies and donuts are being supplied, and as a matter of fact, actually be off at noon as opposed to their usual. 8 p.m. off time, which I allow them to do, and they're allowed free free beers, but only at Nintendo Dad's headquarters. Um, and forget flip-flop Fridays. We're saying it's fun shorts Fridays. That's how we work here in corporate America. You're welcome. <laughs> By the way... That was random. Esten <laughs> is solo something in our chat. Just let you uh, Solo something. You are a gentleman and a scholar. And the last comment I can see before we get to our last voicemail... Angry Guy 05, with the success of the Lego Mario sets, is it possible that Nintendo could announce more sets this year? I was hoping to see a Lego Luigi oh. figure with oh. Luigi's Mansion playset by Halloween. Oh my gosh, would that Similar to the release of Luigi Mansion 3 last year. Hopefully we see this soon so my two boys can stop fighting over whose turn it is to be Mario. And yeah. I, think, I think, Justin, you're on board with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Angry Guy 05, I definitely think we're going to see more from Nintendo's collaboration with LEGO. Um, I, I kind of make the argument of this. They've hit two markets. They've hit the younger demographic with their uh, Mario starter set, right? They kind of, when that was initially launched, that we all went, huh, not for me, not what I was thinking. And then they went to the older demographics, the the us, right? The nostalgia, the adults doing LEGO with the NES, there is a mid-market right in the middle that they have missed. And if you're thinking like, well, what is that mid-market space you're thinking of, Justin? I'm thinking of like the Harry Potter Legos, the Overwatch Legos, Star Wars, right? That kind of like between the ages of like, what is that? Eight and eight, eight and uh, eight, eight, and 50, eight and 80, I guess, whatever <laughs> that is, right? That mid-market, um, which is actually the large part, largest part of their demographic is where they're missing a Nintendo drop right in an nintendo focused um piece of property i i think that's where they're going to spend that time and i actually think here's what i think 
I think this is where something like a Zelda Lego set comes in. Because that franchise has, you know, if I think of like, so I think of like an equivalent of that is like the Star Wars um, Lego sets, right? So you can, you have all of the episodes, episodes one through nine that you can pull, you know, scenes from or vehicles from. And I think of when I, so when I think of the, the franchise of like Zelda, there is so many games in that in so many different cuts of the games, right? So you could have an Ocarina of Time kit. You could have a Breath of the Wild kit. You could have a Majora's Mask. You could have like, there are so many different variants of of that that allows for, I think, more scenes and more content to be created. So there's probably more um, opportunities to monetize something like that. So I think I think we're probably going to see that mid range. I think that's where they're going to strike next. It kind of makes sense. Makes um, sense. Yeah. And but and also when I think of like franchises that they would lean into to really do that, I I don't think like I don't I don't think like you could make more additional sets of specific things. Now I do think there may be opportun- like opportunities for I think of like hey you could do a a Samus like you could build a Samus gunship or a Samus taller character almost like um, Reinhardt from Overwatch I keep pointing this way because I literally have him on my shelf right there um, mm-hmm. but like in that so so there is some things that they could lean into but I think it's that mid market I would love to see like a Luigi's Mansion uh, almost kind of like the Ghostbuster house that they did recently. Right where you can like turn around, open it up, and there's like floors, there's levels. I think that would be absolutely killer. And you could also probably do like little vignette scenes of Luigi's Mansion too, right. um, or sorry, Luigi's Mansion also. So I think there's a ton of opportunity for Lego. It'd be interesting to see where they go next. Um, oh, but I'll, I'll give an s- idea. Yeah, Tim, let's hear your idea. I'm excited. But, well, you're just talking about the vignettes, right? For the and for Luigi Mansion. What if they? Instead of buying Luigi's Mansion in one set, you actually buy each floor in its own set, and then you can stack them. <laughs> wow! Wow, that is that is monetization at its best, Tim. All the DLC. <laughs> yes, all the DLC, and of yep. course Metroid. I, so when you were mentioning Zelda, I was thinking, you know, yeah, there'd probably be one a couple sets I get there, especially the smaller ones, because I can put them somewhere on a shelf. Bigger ones are harder for me to place. But I'd be in a lot of trouble if they came out with something Metroid. Yeah. Um, I I saw that somebody was trying to push like the Lego Idea Samus spaceship set, uh, yeah. which I hope gets the votes to do, which would be cool. I can handle just one, you know, little Metroid set, but man, if they decide to do something big with that, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm fairly sure because Nintendo had, or sorry, apologies, Lego had like a submit your Lego ideas and designs and people vote for them and eventually they get licensed. Like I think yeah, that's how Lego like DeLorean got, yeah, Lego ideas. I'm pretty sure someone did like a Legend of Zelda set. They did, um, yes. And it was being pushed. And I wonder if like, Nintendo kind of went, huh? Oh, we could look yeah. do that, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, that was it for the comments uh, from from our various areas. I think we got one voicemail left. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, dads, this is Warren. Uh, I just recently convinced a friend of mine to buy a Switch, but now he has to convince his wife to let him buy a Switch. They've got a four-year-old daughter, but uh, his wife is not a gamer, and she's sort of a no-nonsense, no-thrills, serious kind of person. But uh, I was wondering if you guys had any advice for, uh, like, what uh, he can do or say to try to sell her on the idea of getting a Switch for the family. Uh, Anyway, thanks. Keep on going with the show. 
That's an interesting one. And I think, Justin, you sound like you would probably be the best to start with because of of just how your family uses one switch right now. And, and yeah. Yeah, if, if I was if I was thinking like no nonsense kind of um, commentary and how I how I'd say yeah we only have one switch in our family um, between the four of us and I and I know that the commentary was like she's not a real gamer but like is there opportunities to find a game that maybe they enjoy or play together um, you know I think it's something like uh, an overcooked obviously I go back that is a very easy example um, but is there is there that kind of opportunity where there is that that kind of connection. Um. Uh, man, how else would or you even party them? games? I mean, yeah, I she's no nonsense, but maybe she likes to entertain. Yeah, and that could be something that could be used as a tool. To yeah, entertain. we've mentioned Jackbox games before. Yeah, Jackbox, Boomerang, Foo, Towerfall, those kind of things. Right. Um. You know, I, I. I think the other part of it, I would say, is also saying to them like, there's also a ton of free games that you that we'll have access to as well. Right? There's a lot of ton of free to plays. You've got your Tetris 99. Obviously, if you play, play Nintendo Switch Online stuff. Um, there's even uh, some uh, learn to speak Japanese or Chinese mm-hmm. type stuff on there too. Different yeah. languages. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, I guess the other argument you could do is this: is say, how about we make a deal? We will bring it into the house. For 60 days. And after 60 days, you don't like it anymore. You don't like You're unhappy with it. We will put it on eBay or we'll, we'll post sell. So it's almost like a small, a small trial, right? And, and, and I think once, once you get someone on their hands on with it and they have some fun with it, I think that they, that, that becomes easier to keep, easier to stay. Right. Uh, I also think it's it's also it's also a little bit of a like a shadow move there because once it's in the house, it's probably not leaving the house. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you're probably it's it's a little bit of a, a little strategic play there that may help. And they said think they said they had a young daughter too, right? So yep. uh, four years old was it? Yeah. So yeah, and, and maybe it's and maybe it's interesting games like something like an Animal Crossing. Do you know what I mean? Where 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 you could play together. They could play by themselves, and it's it's easily approachable. It's not causing a lot of, you know, the, the question I would probably ask or the barrier I'd like to remove is like, what's causing the, the not wanting to have it in the house? You know, is it like a, I believe video games rot your brain kind of mentality? If that's the case, that's a harder thing to deal with. Or is it just like, I don't understand it, right? Like what's the, I, it's a little bit of seek to understand what's the barrier or, or what's the thing that they're finding a barrier for it that, um, what's the root of this? What's the root of that, right? Maybe the statement is like, yeah, if we get, you know, you know, when you were when you were in, you know, we were dating in college, and you had an Xbox, you ignored me for weeks on end. So I don't want a video game in our house, right. console in our house. Okay, let's well, fair. Let's talk about time management. Let's talk about, you know. So there's a lot of. So I think you have to un- unroot why first, and then look to solve that. Yep. And that would be my, I don't know, there's a bit of psychology, and I think, around that. Also, real quick, too, when I was thinking of the younger daughter, uh, look at our YouTube page with uh, Gary and his daughter mm-hmm. uh, playing some of those games like Paw Patrol. I think Abyssal was pointing that out. Um, and even Minecraft for how he's mentioned his daughter's gotten into it so much. Uh, and it's been a learning experience for his daughter. So, yeah. There's some learning that happens, especially when you can control it as a family, you know, that mm-hmm. 
you you only spend so much time on it and then you're good and and then especially with the holidays coming up with probably better pricing on it so yep. there's a lot of opportunity there for sure but i i get i get that side of it as well yeah and, and and maybe maybe even saying maybe even saying to the individual look at can we look into purchasing one in november when you know there's probably going to be a deal right packaged in games that kind of stuff as well so i think there's i think there's there's some some options uh, you know, Mario Kart's always a good game to throw in there too because it's easily approachable and people like racing. Okay, is that all of our questions, comments, concerns? I think everything that I have. Think we're done. Wow. wow, what a show! What a show! You know, just look at us. Look at us. It's exciting <laughs> stuff. It's exciting. All right, um, Tim, 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 yes, Tim, sir. Tim, Tim. Oh, look at him! It's Little Timothy off. Tim, what's going on with T Public? Talk, talk about this. What's new merch? New merch. T Pub, Public is. What are you talking about? Tpublic.com? That's crazy. Actually, so what? What's going on? We. I think we did. We. I think we hinted at this last week, but um, we're moving away from using Redbubble as our merch company. I guess if you will, the company that houses all our merch. Um, and going to use T public. Um, and we are working to, um, get our site updated. So when you go to say something like nintendo.org slash merch, it'll take you right to our page. Uh, so we're working on getting that site updated as well. But for now, um, we'll try to post it via social media, what our link is, cause we have the store actually launching today. And, um, We'll launch it out through social media, through our Discord, through Patreon, whatever means necessary to get it out to everybody to see that they can go check out our new T Public page. And right now, they they gave us the opportunity since we're launching this this weekend for thirty percent off all of our, all of our products, our merchandise. What Tim? Thirty percent all 30% of the Nintendo off. Dad's merchandise? Yes, it's that's like three 30, zero. 30 celebrating 300 correct it's like a lead up holy correct. cow Isn't that crazy that's 30 percent off this weekend the lead up to our 300th episode which yeah i will say something here too as well so unfortunately it won't make 30 percent off because it's a surprise when it comes out that the nintendo dads don't even know about the other nintendo dads don't even know about there will be a surprise in the 300th episode that will be uh, going with the launch of the store ne- next Thursday. So stay tuned for that. What? And, okay. Uh, so so hold on a second. There's a surprise coming on Thursday, but the but the sh- but the team public the store, store is open. Is live now, and you can get the usual merchandise of with our logo, um, with the uh, Dad Crossing logo. Um, All of we it. got you know pins, masks, T-shirts, hoodies. Um, We've got uh, just, you know, we still have the Vol- Voltendo Dad shirt on there. We've got the one that uh, uh, Blockfort did for us this year, who was the t-shirt winner this year for these, um, the kind of like Super Smash Dads type thing. Yep. Uh, so we got those all there in, on the store and you can get that those logos and those graphics on pretty much anything like the other one uh, what we had in Redbubble, Bub- Red but a little bit, I would say actually a lot better user a lot more user-friendly website. So we're excited to launch there. We're going to be doing more with the store because we can actually run promos on there. We have a little more flexibility there, like this 30%. Um, 
we can we can actually do shirt designs that we can do that if we you know if we sell 25 or more we can then sell other we can do new shirt designs after that so there's a lot a lot of flexibility there we're excited yeah. about and hopefully more and more throughout going forward we'll have more yeah. about and again there will be a surprise uh for the nintendo dads 300 episode there you Thursday. Go. very cool so again that t public is open now we will post a link on our social and all those sites will be on our website 30 percent off it's it's like for this weekend only so if you're going to be getting that stuff get it now 30 percent off is a pretty good deep cut as well uh before we transition out as well i do want to address this question has been asked ladies and gentlemen nintendo dads are you doing extra light we've had people reach out to us i will confirm right now Nintendo dads will be participating in and doing extra light. We're doing a little bit of an organization right now. Hopefully by the next week, we will have a much more information. If you're already in our discord, we've already started an extra life channel. We're getting information going in there, but yes, we will indeed be doing that. Um, you want to join the Nintendo dads team. Once we get our page set up, once we get our registration set up, which we'll be doing relatively soon, jump on board. We're happy to do it again. Extra life is all about raising funds for children by playing video games. Um, for we actually Miracle do Net have a page set. For is that. it already set up? Oh yeah, we God, already damn. have the, the team, the Nintendo Dad's crew team already set up. We already got ten dollars raised already towards the goal. You know, yes. towards our goal. Wow. <laughs> so, and in fact, our stream is on that page right now. So, because uh, I did link Twitch to it. So clever. Um, so we're, uh, we're gonna we'll send it. We'll we'll get that in the Discord. We're gonna get more information. Um, so yeah, look for us very soon. We'll be posting out information for it, but yes, indeed, we will be participating in extra life because again, ladies and gentlemen, we have a championship belt to defend against the mega dads because we are like four and oh for beating them every <laughs> single time for the most money raised. And by God, we will not be beaten by John Adam. Yes. And again, we'll have that link out for our, uh, extra life crew page so you can join in and join the join you know you can start your own page but then you can join our crew and help us to get our goal and we'll make sure and get that on social media of course but you can also get to it through our discord on the free side so you, you actually there is a section of discord where you can join and see uh just the uh just regular announcements like this and get to it especially for specific shows uh we have again the extra life page where we'll have a link there as well Excellent. Um, I think that's it, right? That's our news. Let's or that's our closer. Let's start closing this thing out, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Before I leave, uh, big thanks to our amazing Patreon producers. That's Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberg, and Antonio Contrario. Uh, thank you, thank you so much. And of course, as was mentioned before, we do that is NintendoDads.org. Check that out for all of our latest YouTube videos, tweets, podcast episodes, as well. Links to our social media Patreon page. Our Nintendo Dads merch, fantastic news. If I can direct you one place this week, one place that I would like you to go to to check out our content, I direct you, please, to head over to our YouTube channel. Why do you ask? Because we have some amazing first look videos that have been going up all the entire month of January, or sorry, September, including Geo, uh, Geo Rifters, uh, Circle of the Broken, or sorry, Journey of the so Broken Circle, Robots Under Fire, Liars of a Clockwork God. Breakpoint, Kirby's Fighters 2, Going Under, Kirby Fighters 2, Troll Hunter, Lost Ember, Endurance, 
um, Unrailed, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. We have so much content there, so much videos. First look, subscribe, check that video out being done by our amazing content creators. So please, please go give them some love and support. You can, of course, find us on all social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, of course, on Twitch and YouTube as well. And as I mentioned before, just typing in Patreon, uh, typing in Dads on Patreon will bring you here as well. You can email us by sending us an email to NintendoDads at gmail.com or call us, just like Marty and Warren did at 929-25-NDADS or 929-256-3237. Big, big thanks to OC Remix for the music you hear throughout the show. And of course, you can download us from your local favorite podcast app of choice like CastBox, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Spotify, and I believe Amazon. Amazon has a podcast I think we might be on. I'm pretty sure we yeah, are. They're, yeah, that's new and check we're that, on it. Check that out as well. And of course, while you're there, uh, four or five star reviews. That is all we take. We, your button doesn't even work for three, two, or ones, just four and fives. I promise you, it's this weird algorithm for excellent podcasts, so you should do it. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can join this show, this show, live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on Twitch and on YouTube. Jump in our chat, have a conversation with us, engage in some of our crazy antics and fun. We absolutely adore, adore and love it. Be kind, be good. Thank you very much for tuning in. For myself, for Timothy, for Jesse, and for an absence, Marty Estes. Have a great week, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening into Nintendo Dads. I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is.